News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. Warning sirens filled the air in Tokyo earlier today. The Japanese Prime Minister's office said at least one missile fired from North Korea flew over Japan and was believed to have landed in the Pacific Ocean. South Korea's Joint Chiefs of Staff said they also detected the launch of a ballistic missile that was fired towards the North's eastern waters. The launch is the fifth round of weapons test by North Korea in the past 10 days in what was seen as an apparent response to military drills between South Korea and the United States. North Korea views such drills as an invasion rehearsal. I'm Lisa Dwyer. President Biden suggesting it's important to learn the lessons of Hurricane Fiona, which devastated Puerto Rico. We have to ensure that when the next hurricane strikes, Puerto Rico is ready. The president speaking during a visit to the island yesterday, and as Florida works to recover from the devastation of Hurricane Ian, Senator Marco Rubio's warning against lawmakers including pork barrel spending in any storm relief package. Senator Rubio says he'll vote against a federal aid bill for his state if it includes pork spending projects unrelated to the storm. Sure, he told CNN's Dana Bash, I'll fight against it having pork in it. Rubio noted he's voted against hurricane relief bills in the past that were loaded with pork and in favor of all that were not. Florida took a pounding last week for me and when it blew ashore as a Category 4 hurricane, leaving nearly 50 people dead. Bob Agnew reporting. And the Hurricane Ian death toll has now risen to at least 104. Most of the deaths in Florida, but also fatalities in the Carolinas and in Cuba, where the storm struck first before moving on to Florida. Wall Street following up on yesterday's rally with more gains this morning. Right now, the Dow is up 737 points to gain of more than 2%. The NASDAQ ahead 334. More on these stories at townhall.com. Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a Sponsor of passive, affordable single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817 912 1569. An Indonesian police chief apologizes for a deadly soccer stadium stampede. East Java police chief Nico Afinta says he was saddened by the tragedy and was sorry for shortcomings in how security was managed at the football stadium. His forces have come under heavy criticism for firing tear gas into the crowd after fans ran onto the pitch after the match. At least 125 people were killed when people rushed to leave and found many of the exit gates locked. In the capital, Jakarta, the National Police Commissioner told a press conference that the officers in the field had not followed instructions. The BBC's Rebecca Henschke. Iran's president appealing for national unity as he tries to defuse anger against the country's rulers, even as anti-government protests engulf the country. News and analysis at townhall.com. 
Another cloudy and cool day today with periods of rain. Womp, womp, womp. Unseasonably cool. Breezy. Highs only in the upper 50s. What is this, November? All right, tonight, showers, cloudy, breezy, and cool. Overnight low, 47. Tomorrow, cloudy with scattered showers tapering off by the evening. Temperatures tomorrow near 60. And then Thursday, partly to mostly sunny, milder highs in the low 70s. In the early morning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Tuesday. 52 in Norwich, 53 in New London. Good morning. I'm Marty Hausberger. Most of the rain is to our north and west for the time being. Governor Ned Lamont announced yesterday during a meeting with the day's editorial board that his administration is going to stop that controversial sale of the former Mystic Oral School property in Groton. Respler Homes was going to buy it for a dollar. They say they're surprised by the announcement and have a deal that they expect to close. The governor told the paper that uh, Groton residents have to decide what they want on that land. Nearly a quarter million Connecticut private sector workers have filed applications for pandemic bonuses. The state controller's office has begun reviewing the applications, but around 58,000 people failed to upload required supporting documents before the deadline passed Saturday. The state had planned to provide essential private sector workers with $1,000 bonuses. However, the actual amount will likely be much smaller based on the number of applicants, the huge number of applicants. The current average for a price of gallon uh, price for a gallon of regular gas in Connecticut this morning is three dollars and twenty seven cents. It was three seventy four a month ago. These figures, courtesy of AAA in Rhode Island, it's three dollars and thirty two cents a gallon, down eleven cents from last week, fifty one cents from a, a month ago. The national average this morning three dollars and eighty cents a gallon. Former Governor John Rowland has purchased a historic home in Clinton for $800,000. The house on Waterside Lane was built in 1800. The entire street there is on the National Register of Historic Places. Rowland has served two stints in federal prison since he resigned from office way back in 2004. Over accepting illegal gifts, Rowland's been living in Middlebury since completing his most recent prison term in 2019. That was for hiding campaign-related work from election regulators. Cloudy, periods of rain today on the cool side. With that breeze, it feels even cooler. 57 for the high. 52 right now in Norwich at 10.06. Next news at 11. I'm Marty Hausberger, WICH. And now, Stu Breyer. Just curious. um, Yeah. Does Roland's uh, home have a hot tub? Oh, you dog. Was that bad? Was that, yes, that's was that? poor taste. Poor taste? Okay. I don't know. Maybe in one of those inflatable hot tubs. Oh, yeah. Okay. You, you know, you can get rid of it when you need to get rid of it. Okay. Maybe it's just got a regular tub. You don't know. Yeah, maybe. I'm a bad boy. You bad. Bad boy. Hey, what are we going to do about this global cooling? I don't know, but I'm, do? I'm, 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 I'm on the side of warming. Yeah, I mean, as a citizen, I want to I want to do my share to stop this cooling. What can we do? I, I, don't, I don't I don't know. My wife actually turned the heat on yesterday. Yeah, I had to do that too. I could hear the sound of coins kaching kaching kaching. <laughs> it's like uh, usually middle of October, but it's too chilly. I didn't blame her. I said to my wife, "Yeah, we got to we got to do it. Got to see if it's working." And. Uh, Ah, oh, felt good when it came up. I thought about it doing it myself, but she beat me to the punch yesterday when I walked in. It's like, ah. Oh. Everybody's been saying, oh, you wait till you see what your bill's going to be. I don't care. My comfort's more important. Yeah. 
I mean, that's what we work so hard for. That's right. We just have to work harder now. That's yes, all. much, much harder. Well, the top ten celebrity real estate news. You know, real estate news. Yeah. Top ten. Mark Wahlberg is on his way to Sin City after putting his L.A. Beverly Park home on the market for mm. 87.5 million. <clears throat> 875. Five million. Mm. Purchased a uh, 7,327 square foot home in the ritzy Vegas, Summerlin neighborhood for just 14.5 million. So he's wow, that's good, a good profit. Pretty, pretty good pretty, profit. Pretty, mm-hmm. pretty good. See, Jennifer Aniston has joined mm-hmm. a surge of other celebrities mm-hmm. heading to or already living in Montecito, California. Montecito. Montecito. Jennifer has joined a surge of other celebrities heading to or already living in Montecito. Yeah, like who? Well, it doesn't say. Oh, oh yes, okay. Oprah. Oprah's Oh, there. Oprah. Mm-hmm. Well, she just bought one of Oprah's one, did you say, one of Oprah's Montecito collection. It's a collection of homes. A collection of homes. She collects homes. I collect marbles. Yes. A four-bedroom home. missing a few. Four-bedroom <laughs> four home for $14.8 million. Jennifer will be rubbing elbows in Montecito with, uh, here's what you wanted to know, with some of the biggest stars, Uh including Adam Levine, Ah. Ellen DeGeneres, Gwyneth Mm. Paltrow. Mm. Oprah still owns several homes in the area, including her main mansion, 66-acre promised land estate, and a home she recently bought from Jeff Bridges. Jeez, how many homes do you need? I mean, when you're a billionaire, what, you know, here a home, there a home. What do you yeah, do with know. these homes? Home every day for a home. I don't know. So there's there's no place like home. There's no place like homes. <laughs> Adele has a, a ritzy one. Okay, yeah. It's um, She's listing her Nicole Ritchie home. What? A Beverly Hills home that Adele bought for in 2021. For her good friend, Nicole Ritchie. She bought a a Nicola house? Yep. Mm -hmm. What? And I thought Elvis was cool buying cars for people. Wow. It's for sale now for $12 million. Adele has been on a Beverly Hills buying spree in the last few years, including a Sylvester Stallone home. Hey! Hey! Recently purchased for $58 million, where she's currently living. Adele paid Nicole $10 million for the three-bedroom home. Oh, she bought Nicole's house, not oh, bought her a house. Sold it. Said she oh. she gave it to her. Oh, oh. yeah. Bought, oh, bought in twenty from her good friend on Nicole. Okay. Yeah, okay. She bought it from. So her. she's not that. Uh, she's not uh, that benevolent. Okay. Ben Affleck. 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 Got lucky again. Well, we <laughs> what? we know that he. We don't need to know that. Married Jennifer again. Oh yeah. Just a few weeks after his wedding to Jennifer Lopez, and three weeks after listing a thirty million dollar seven bedroom mansion. Ben Affleck, Affleck has already sold his Pacific Palisades home. Ben bought the 13,453-square-foot home in 2018 for $19 million following his split with Jennifer Gardner. He gets. Jeez. Can you imagine the money dishing out on, you know, in these divorces? I like to be their agents, their real estate agents. You get a lot of commission. Yeah, you sell one of those. You're really in, you're really in you're like You're doing fun. all right, yeah. See, who else do I know? Melissa McCarthy? Yeah. She bought in Little Italy. I think she bought mm. Italy, actually. <laughs> Although it is not yet a hot spot for celebrity homes, Melissa McCarthy may have started a trend with her purchase of a three-bedroom penthouse 
mm. in a new building in New York City's Little Italy neighborhood. Ah. The asking price for McCarthy's purchase was $7.3 million. Mm. What would people do with four or five homes? What do you do, you know? It's hard enough keeping up one home these days. Less expensive than hotels? I don't know. You wake up one morning saying, I don't know if we've been to our sixth home in a year. Let's see what's going on there. Yes, we need to dust. Mm, Good for them. They made all this money. See, they're never satisfied. You make all this money and you got to, what are we going to do? Well, we'll buy something. Nobody can just sit down and relax and... uh, Nice problem to have. It is a nice problem. Then you have caretakers and... uh, Hangers-on. Hangers-on, groupies. Groupies, yep. All kinds of stuff. Yes men, yep. Yeah. Well... No men. Well, I guess you have have to have a successful talk show nationally. Yeah, that would help. Helped Ellen DeGeneres and, of course, Oprah as her magazine, which is called Oprah. Hey, one of the Cowsills will be joining me after 11 o'clock. I know. Paul Cowsill. I didn't realize they were from Rhode Island. Yeah, Newport. Newport, really? Newport, no Rhode kidding. Island. Yeah. Huh. After 30 Lovely. years, they have uh, come out with a new album. It's about time. What and, took you so long? This better be good. And they wrote 90% of the songs. Really? It's really... In, do, and we, yeah. do we have any of the new ones? No. No, they just no. it just came out, and... Uh, well, I we could probably get the, it. Yeah, you know, they sent me a, a sample. Oh, they I did? Okay. Couldn't tell by that. Um, and now the SOBs of the day. Not the Calcils. No, no. No, not okay. The cal- not right. even close. I just want to make sure you differentiated segments here. Thank All you. Right. Thanks the for SOBs of the day. Thank you for the comma there or something. Yeah, you're welcome. Florida sheriff's deputies arrested four suspected burglars who allegedly mm. looted yep. in the wake of Hurricane Ah, uh, Scumbags. Yeah. Scumbags. I can say that on the radio. Yes, you can. You While just many did. many impacted Floridians struggle to recover from the Category 4 storm, mm-hmm. four of them were arrested. At least they got them. Yeah. Along with 20-year-old Brandon Marcio. Steve, uh, these names, you don't need to know the names. Yeah. Uh, scumbag 1, Scumbag 2, two scumbag, scumbag 3, Scumbag 4. Skip to Maloo. <laughs> <laughs> Charges a burglary of an unoccupied structure during a state of emergency. Also charged with pet larceny. Pet larceny. Oh, they they stole their dog. Stole the, no, it just says pet pet at larceny. I don't know what that is. Well, the other three suspects were charged with grand larceny. It's unclear exactly when and where the burglaries took place. All four suspected looters were released from jail after posting bond. bond of course, they were. Bond from the money that they sh- from the merchandise yes. they stole. So they are the. SOBs of the day. Yes. Be interested to see what SOBs. kind of what kind of sentence they get. Hmm? Uh, by the fact they're already out on bail, I'm thinking not much. Not much. And that's it. That's mm. it. Looking forward to a couple of cow sills today on the program. I thought you only had one cow sill. No, I have two cow sills. Oh, you have two cow sills. No, one cow sill. You're right. I was going to say. We have Paul. Yes. It was between, Ringo and John are not available. No, I couldn't get there. It's between Paul and... And Bob, and they decided that Paul was available today. Okay. And the other one is Susan. There's a there's a woman. Yeah, young lady. She's the youngest. She's a of sister. The cow sills. Okay. She's a calf sill. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's uh, gold, Jerry. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs>
It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The that Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Hi everybody, welcome to another global cooling day. What did Scott Haney say at the news? They said, what did he say? He said something funny. He said, another day. (laughs) He made some kind of noise. I thought that was funny. Anyway, it's going to get better because it does. Let's go to our lines, and uh, this portion of our program is an open topic. Welcome to the program. Hello, you're on the air. Good morning, Father Stu, Boston Ben. Hello, Boston Ben. How you been? I'm doing okay for a Tuesday. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I heard you talking with Marty about movie actors in their homes. Yeah, they like to buy homes. Yeah, well, you never guess how what I'm going to say in response to what you're talking about. I'm going to just tell you, okay? Okay, sure. It was from yesterday's show. Mm-hmm. Now, I had a chance, I don't know what comes first, to go to the, go online and get an answer to something that you you asked a question yesterday about Ralph Bellamy. Mm-hmm. But I didn't go online. I, I just knew as soon as you said Ralph Bellamy that he was in a lot of motion pictures. And there was just one that stuck out to me, and I don't, I can't remember the name of it, but he played the role of FDR. Oh yeah, that's uh, he. I could see how he could play FDR. Yeah, yeah, he, he did. And you, you were trying to come up with the, uh, you know, you had the name of a song, Bellamy, I believe, and you thought of Ralph Bellamy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he he was around for quite a while. You know, did he did some television and and, and movies. We used to watch a show on television. I, I can't remember the exact man of something, but anyway, uh, that's where yeah, I got it to was know. something like that. Got he to, goes back. I think he back way back to the fifties or something. Oh yeah, quite. Uh, so that's interesting. Ralph yeah, Bellamy. Yeah, I thought I'd throw that in there. All right, have a nice day, Stu. Yeah, you too. Thank you. Little research on an actor named Ralph Bellamy. How many of you remember him? You're on the air. Welcome. Hello? Hello. Oh, yeah, I, I thought the gentleman was still talking. Oh, you know, yesterday he said he didn't understand what evil is. Go to New York City, stand on the sidewalk for a minute. You'll find out what evil is, especially with that lieutenant, e, what was she, EMT lieutenant, Russo, that got stabbed 20 times, only going a half a block away to get food. Like, yeah, they banned guns. Now they're using machetes and knives. So it's like you're not going to win in the murdering department. I hate to say it. But what I was going to say, wow, in the day paper, uh, the Mystic Oil School sale is off. Big article by Lamont. And then it's actually somebody running against Cassie Osten, first-time candidate challenger. Yeah, he was on my program a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, well, Kathy Osten was, yeah. What, oh, the he, gentleman? The gentleman that's opposing her, yes. He was. Oh, I missed that. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, it, yeah, this tears it. And if they had its first assault on a student, that's not good. And I hope they get a grip on it and put more 
because that's a big campus. We ought to know. Um, put more, you know, security around. So that kind of, that stuff never happened at NFA before. Oh, I'm um, not sure about that, but they should have no tolerance for that that kind of activity. Well, I yeah, well, yeah, I don't remember it. I mean, maybe shenanigans like streaking and dumb stuff like that, food fight in the cafeteria, but. I don't remember things like that ever happening there. Um, what I was going to say is, um, you know, Joe Biden went to Puerto Rico yesterday, mm-hmm. and I don't know how AOC is going to be very thrilled with him. When you were talking how much, what, $58 million somebody bought a house for in Hollywood, well, you know what? He's only going to give Puerto Rico measly millions. To, to get better, to recuperate from this uh, darn Fiona storm, right? Millions, when we're given billions, unknown, because I've heard senators be interviewed, and they're saying, we have no, I know Rand Paul's having a fit, we have no idea where any of that money is going in the Ukraine. There's no auditing, no nothing. They cannot tell you who's getting it and where it's going. I, can, I think the American people should know. Of course, they don't want to divulge some really uh, secret information, but um, we should have a better beat on it. Yeah, and by the time they get done, they'll probably be giving them $100 billion. And And it's like, I remember when Katrina happened, uh, George Bush opened, Jr., opened up, uh, I think it was a football stadium uh, in uh, Texas, and he put, you know, people that did not have a home, he put them there. You know, I think, and I'm going, this is my opinion. I really do not believe that the Democrats or Mr. Biden cares one lick about what happens to the Floridians and DeSantis. And because I would like to see more movement on helping them. I'm seeing some really nasty pictures in USA Today and the flooding and, and well, just everything going on. I don't, think, I don't think he's done a bad job in trying to help them. And why wouldn't he want to help Floridians? They vote too. I know, but usually for the Repub- you know, Republic- no, Republicans. But that would, more, uh, that's be- not going to happen. Between 2 and 3 a.m., I listened to an interview of Dick Morris, you know, that new book he's got out about Trump running, and so yeah. he's doing interviews. It's a bunch of nonsense, I think. No, he says he talks to Trump every day, mm-hmm. no, actually every night. DeSantis is not going to run. This guy is in the know. You know, he has worked for Bill Clinton. That's right, he worked for Clinton, and... Uh and he's, he's worked for Republicans as well. Well, here's a little tidbit about Bill Clinton. <laughs> he can't drink. If he has one drink, he's one of those. This is from Morris, his own account. He's the kind that gets a little mean. So um, George Norris says to him, so what happened with you and Bill Clinton? I heard he beat you up. He said, oh, he had one drink. He wasn't happy about um, how his campaign, maybe for governor or whatever it was, Arkansas, whatever what the time frame was going on. Mm-hmm. And he blamed him, chased him down, threw him on the floor, and he was beating on him. Well, that'll sell him some books. Well, yeah. I mean, he knows a lot of little tidbits. And mm-hmm. I also found out, you know that James Carvel guy? Yes. He's now working at the University of Louisiana. 
appropriate place for him, right? Okay, I, I gotta, mean, I gotta take people. some other calls, Susan. Thank you. Right. Hello, welcome to the program. Good morning. It's time for Makes Tuesday, that part of the program where we call in and we try to get Stu all shook up. Oh, oh, now, thank you. Here's our first. Con- oh, it's me. Never mind. You are. You're the shaker. <laughs> I'm the mover. Oh, I've got a great. Uh, Sue made me think of this just sitting here having my bagel, and I thought, oh, did you read that um, Joe Biden uh, apparently had a conversation with Al Sharpton? No, I did not. Guess what he told Al Sharpton? I can't imagine what he told Al, Al Sharpton, so you'll have to tell me. He told Al Sharpton he's going to run for president in 2024. He's not going to run. He says he is. He's lying to Al Sharpton. He doesn't know. Well, listen. He wouldn't lie to... Who could lie to Al Sharpton? Well, listen, I don't blame him for saying he's going to run. What's he going to say? <laughs> well, I'm not going to run because I'm, I've failed. You know, he's, so they, that's what they say. They, oh, well, yeah. maybe he doesn't know that he's failed. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> maybe you're right. <laughs> so give us a call at 860-889-5252 and try to get Stu all shook up. But you have to use nice words. Oh, shake up, Stu. That would be a good topic today. Shake up, Stu. Oh, bless my uh, soul, or what's wrong with me? Uh, Stu like Shaker. <laughs> Stu Shaker. And what do they win, Stu? Absolutely nothing. Oh, good topic, Kev. I just thought of that. I had to call you. <laughs> well, thank you for the beginning of a shake segment. A shaky show. <laughs> shaky show, yes. <laughs> All right, buddy. See you later. 94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. Fox News commentary. Everything is on the rise in Biden's America, including the price of a popular autumn staple. I'm Tommy Laren. Find out next. Do you find yourself stuck in a timeshare? Get the real facts about the timeshare industry and your options for cancellation. Chuck McDell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, beat the largest timeshare company in federal court and has put together a free information guide that reveals the secrets the timeshare industry doesn't want you to know, including the five ways to get rid of your timeshare. Call now and get this timeshare information guide absolutely free. Call 800-393-1881. That's 800-393-1881 is soaring in Biden's America, gas prices, crime, international embarrassment, and likely your blood pressure. But let's add pumpkin prices to that long list. Due to inflation and drought conditions, the price of your jack-o'-lanterns is up over 75 cents from last year with the average price of a large one costing $5.68. Now that might not seem a lot. It might sound affordable, unless you take into account how much you're spending on everything else this year. According to PayPal data, Halloween candy will be about 34% more expensive, and you might not even be able to find the sweets you're looking for due to the supply chain never-ending crisis and the worker shortage fueled by pandemic-era extended unemployment benefits. Inflation sits at over 8.25% right now, so expect all your holidays to be more expensive this year. Kind of takes the joy out of celebrating when you have to break the bank to give your family the bare minimum. But in Biden's America, Halloween is nothing compared to the zombie living at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. I'm Tommy Laren, and you can listen to all of my hot takes at foxnewscommentary.com. Heart WICH weather from Scott Haney. Scott says, <laughs> cloudy periods of rain and seasonably cool, high 57. Tonight, showers, cloudy, breezy, and cool, 47. Wednesday, showers taper by evening. Love the taper word. High 60 and hallelujah. Thursday, partly to mostly sunny and milder, 72. Currently, it's 52 and overcast. 
Welcome to the program. Yeah, Sue. Yeah, Joey. All right, I'm on. All right. Hey, you know, when Marty was broadcasting earlier, he said, uh, Scott, maybe Scott Haney's under the weather. We all get under the weather from time to time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, well, yeah, when he's giving them the thing, and then Marty rebounded on, you know, oh, Scott, oh, anyhow, I didn't call for that. Hey, how about this? Your last three calls, and I know Kevin, Maria, Susie, Hey, how about this? Uh, they they got dry uh, sense of humor. Uh, you know, it's like, come on. You got to beef it up. Let's have a good day today, Stu. You're not going to start out. I don't know who said it, but not going to start out on a bad rip. Robert Webb, today's to uh, one week since you uh, did all that, you know, well, that's right. We were broadcasting yeah. last Tuesday, was I, it, huh? Yeah. yeah, and I told him, I said, look, I'm not in no rush or no hurries. He said, I'll have it for you in a week. So I'm counting on now, this week. It's a good week. Okay, well, good. I'm looking for. I can't wait to get that revised uh, VHS into a uh, disc and watch my mom and dad oh, that's from the be 50s. And, oh, it's going to be incredible, Stu. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know, see, you're gonna get you're gonna get a lot of uh, feedback from this too. All these people were digging up all of our archives and things, and you know what? When I get that VHS that was converted into a CD, and I got the sound in the fifties and sixties, uh, Jailhouse Rock and Elvis, and uh, you know I love Chuck Berry, but hey. It's going to be cool to watch my mom and when we were kids before my two younger brothers were born, Still, hey, Ain't that going to be badass? That's why so many people love the Charter Oak Scanning Place at the... Yeah, uh, the yeah. I love that guy, Robert Webb. And, you know, we both love uh, accents. And, you know, I've been all around the world. I love accents. And I and I love Helen Conan. God bless her. And you, could, you better practice up on your French, still. I'm eating a Philadelphia hoagie. I got it from Stop and Shop, Listen, but be- I modified it. Before Philadelphia we, uh, style. Joey, before we part, congratulations. The Phillies are now in the playoffs. Oh, I forgot. Yes, that was the, that was my heyday of this morning news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they beat the Brewers, and we got a shoo-in. And you know what? All you, uh, and I love Larry Rice, man. He, you know, I know he's a Red Sox fan like you. And I love the Sox, but listen. I, you know, I call on your Philly on Friday with Keith C. Ray. He says, Yo, you're a big Philly fan. Yeah, well, why don't you know? I said, Dude, I don't buy the paper and I don't uh, subscribe to uh, cable. I just get it off the radio. Mm-hmm. And he said, You're in contention. They did. Last night they topped it off, Stu. Good for them. So, I'll, I'll be rooting look, for them. Hey, 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 wait. Hey. Oh, Aaron uh, Judge, he's still tied up, but. We could be the Phillies could be playing the Yankees in the World Series still. It's not over till it's right. over. Joey, till I gotta run, things. but thank you for the call. I gotta go. Hello, welcome to the program. Good morning. Good um, morning. Was it Rich Bellamy? You said that's the guy's name. Ralph Bellamy. Ralph Bellamy, um, Man Against Crime. That's it. I believe Man Against Crime was the name of the show. Ding ding! I cheated though. Looked it up. I you thought it was it Man up. from Uncle, and I went, "Oh!" Mm-hmm. And um, Scott Haney was just complaining about the dreary weather, and what he was doing was doing the peanuts thing. 
you know, how um, oh, uh, nobody has a voice. He went, wah, wah, wah. wah, wah. wah. Yeah, that's what he was doing. <laughs> I know it sounded familiar. That's and, when, uh, when the Peanuts, the parents and adults talk, that's how they talk to the correct. kids. Correct. The teachers, wah, wah, they would wah. go, hi, you know, wah, wah, wah. Mm-hmm. And um, two other quick, tiny little things. Maybe you could play My Bell and Me um, on your lunchtime movie. That's a it, great one by the teacher. I played it yesterday. Oh, you did? Okay. Well, I've requested that. And then the cow sills. Now, didn't they do Partridge Family Music? Weren't they like the backup? Oh, no. Like, no, no. Group? No? Actually, they were the reason the Partridge Family came to be because the family uh-huh. was so popular and they got on so many television shows like The Tonight Show that they uh, emulated the cow sills and had the, the Partridge Family. So I love the Partridge family, and I mm-hmm. seen David Cassidy before he passed away at the Mohegan Sun. But the, um, you know, the only people that sang was him and his mother, and they who were the other people singing? I thought it was the Cowsills. No, 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 they weren't. Huh. But you know, they all sounded a little alike. Yeah, right. So, well, I'll be listening to that this afternoon. Okay, thanks. Wah, well, wah, wah. That's going to be after <laughs> eleven o'clock. We'll do that. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Wah, 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 wah. Don't you just love peanuts? Hello, you're on the air. Welcome. Good morning, Mr. Stokes. Hi, there. Well, the bulletin finally got me in an argument with my neighbor. The bulletin did? That's correct. Maybe it'll make front page. Let me explain how they did that. Okay. It's very simple. I got a bulletin box in my front yard, and she's got one in her front yard directly across the street. Mm-hmm. Okay. I canceled the paper well over 10 days ago with a letter. They know, By the way, they don't answer the door no more down city either. So I had to leave a letter, a lengthy letter, in the door, which they obviously found because they called me as a result of the letter. Mm-hmm. And the letter stated that do not deliver one more paper to my house, and I want my $156 back that I just sent you a week ago for one year's of the newspaper. So, yeah... Uh, Guess what? Since those 10 days, they've been delivering a paper anytime, 10 o'clock, 12 o'clock, 1 in the afternoon, you name it. Three days, I didn't get it. But anyways, they kept delivering a paper, and the idiot who was delivering a paper kept putting a paper in my box. Okay. I thought he didn't know what he was doing, or they didn't tell him to cancel the paper at my house. Mm-hmm. But the paper belonged across the street in the lady's box. Oh. Who paid for it. So she calls the bulletin. You know, she tells the bulletin, she tells the bulletin that I'm stealing her paper. Oh, no. From her box and put it in my mailbox. Oh, dear. It, now I'm really pissed off. Oh, boy. And then the bulletin turns around and says, he shouldn't be uh, getting a newspaper because he canceled it a week ago, and we already gave him his $156 back. Another lie. Oh, boy. I called him yesterday. i have given him until Friday for my money to be in my hands, and if it's not... Uh, there will be a visit from the Norwich Police Department banging on the door down city. Do you think the police department I'm not playing will do games that? with yeah. them. Now they got me in a fight with a neighbor over the newspaper. Well, that was silly for the neighbor to say that. She should have talked to you first or something. You, you know, it's your neighbor. Oh, they're not, they're not smart enough to do that. That's... I don't associate with this woman that much. I never see her. She's always gone. Mm-hmm. I don't see her. I don't pay attention to her. She, does, she has a bullet. And I told her, my sister... Why didn't you send somebody up here to take this bulletin box out of my front yard? It's no more necessary for me. I left it there. I didn't take it out of the ground and try to hide it. It's sitting right there. Come up and take it out. Well, there, um, sorry you went through that. Love thy neighbor. Well, there's no need for it. The whole thing is the bulletin's fault. 
Hey, the, I want they're doing to the people. Hey, the paper guy or screwed up. He just, why, why would they well, tell the woman? I don't know if they told the woman this. The woman told uh, a friend of mine, another neighbor. She didn't tell me this directly. She said that the bullet said that I stopped the paper. They got that half right, and that I received my money back for the for for the paper. They got that part wrong. So I guess fifty fifty is all right, right? Got to get your money back. You deserve it, and. Uh... Certainly they can't charge you for papers that you didn't ask for. Well, all this nonsense with them, though, now they got me in a feud with my neighbor, which, which, which there was absolutely no need for, is my point. The, well, the, the, oh, oh, here's another thing. I got big letters on my house, which everybody should have by, uh, for example, in case you need the ambulance or the fire department or the police or whatever. Everybody should have big, big numbers on their mailbox on the street or on the front of their house as clear as day, which I do. I have big, big numbers on my house. You can't miss them. You can't miss them. Cross the street where she gets the paper, no numbers on the mailbox, no numbers on the house, no numbers anywhere. Well, that's a good point you're making there. you, you got to have numbers because you never yeah, know. she has no numbers. So no wonder the guy who was coming delivering the paper didn't know where to put the paper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they don't put, when you get um, paper delivery, there's no name on it. It's just, they just throw there's it in There's no your... name on the papers, no. They just stick it in the box, that's all. But I, you guess what? They can't put any more papers in my box because you know what I did yesterday when I got off the phone? I went out and I taped the box all up in the front. Okay. It's all taped up, okay? All taped from one end to the other. You can't get anything in that box. And if they don't come up and get this thing within maybe a week or so, I'm taking it out and I'm bringing it to the dump. So they better come and get it if they don't want to. I imagine this thing must cost 20 or 30 bucks. For this, uh, for right, this Larry, pole no, and this, uh, this red try uh, to relax. plastic thing on the top. Relax, take some deep breaths. Um, remember your mantra. Um, you know something says still one thing. I, yes, I, I, I never liked stupidity. That always bothered me in my life. Well, it's it's never going away. There's always always going to be some or some things are just unintentional, and we make mistakes. Well, what do you call it? How about incompetent? Is that a good word? Competent, yeah. Incompetent, so nobody likes that, especially when it's against us. Well, that's good. Well, you have a good morning. Who's your guest at 11 o'clock? I have one of the uh, original cow cells, Paul. Oh, that will be very interesting. Yeah. They're, they're... I'll be sure to listen. All right, buddy. See you later. Bye. All righty. Let's take this call before the break. Welcome to the program, WICH. Hi, Stu. Hi. Um, Larry, it sounds like the Hatfield and McCoys. Well, I hope but, it doesn't um, turn into that with neighbors. Uh, you know, that's not good. No. Um, you know, he'll cool down, and, you know, it takes maybe a day or two. and um, They should probably have know. a good talk with each other and then have a cup of coffee. There you go. There we are. So, We're all um, set. As far as Joey, um... My uh, dry sense of humor, and this is the first time I'm calling today, Joey. I'll try to beef it up. So my um, thing I wanted to uh, talk about, um, my dry sense of humor on this rainy day, of course. Um, I'm going to hold on to my ranch. You're talking about millionaires buying uh, more expensive houses. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to hold on to my ranch house. And I don't mean... I have land with grazing cattle. Get it? Yes, I do. A little ranch dressing there. Oh. My goodness. Just had a little gong there. 
Ah, lordy, lordy, lordy. My little gong tape went off. Sorry, my friend, Maria. It's uh, a little accident on that one. All right, 889-5252 at WICH. My little ranch. I used to have toy ranches when I was a kid because I was cowboy nutso. Everything was cowboys, cowboys, and more cowboys. And that phase kind of faded through the years, but that's what uh, we all wanted to be, uh, cowboys in those days. I had all the equipment, the holster, and the hat, the boots, the shirt. Never had any pants, though. Hello! Hi everyone, Joyce Hart here from Hart's Greenhouse. Our annual Columbus Day weekend sale starts Saturday, October 8th. All trees and shrubs will be 30% off. On Sunday, October 9th, they will be 40% off. And on Monday, October 10th, Columbus Day, you can get a whopping 50% off. Wait if you dare and get the biggest deals of the year on trees and shrubs. Our perennials are on sale too. And don't forget your fall decorating. Our beautiful mums are four for $30. And we have cornstalks, pumpkins, gourds, hay bales, scarecrows, and so much more. Or you can order one of our fall decorating kits for just $44.99. Hearts has a great selection of houseplants and succulents, pottery, and potting soils, too. Stop by one of our Hearts stores today. We're open seven days a week at all four stores until Halloween. You can find us on Route 6 in Brooklyn, Route 14 in Canterbury, Clinton Avenue in Norwich, and Route 2A in Preston. Check out our Facebook page for hours and directions. This is Nick Kaplinson, President and CEO of Dime Bank. Is your bank changing names or worse, disappearing completely? We've all seen too many times, once the name changes, so does everything else. Maybe it's time for you to skip the new paperwork, fee changes, and big promises that come from a big out-of-state bank. At Dime Bank, we're welcoming customers who've had enough. It's your bank, your choice, your dime. Dime Bank. Community banking lives here. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Jamie's Log, Progressive, The Harrington's Backyard, Day 4, 2.18 a.m. I've been camping outside the Harrington house for four days now, proving that Progressive has 24-7 protection. Mr. Harrington says I don't need to do this, since Progressive protects 24-7 is a pretty easy concept to grasp, but I'm going to stay and prove my point. Besides, there's a big tree branch over the roof, and I think it's planning something. Progressive doesn't just offer a great price when you bundle home and auto. We offer round-the-clock protection, just not literally from Jamie. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. 52 degrees. Welcome to the program. Good morning, Stu. Good morning. Are you off the ladder? Yes, or are you sir, off the I'm wagon? off the ladder. Uh, mm-hmm. Not to say I won't have to get back up on the ladder as soon as it stops raining or whatever it's going to do today. Okay. Uh I was uh, at the see the veterans coffee shop last uh, Wednesday. Oh, great! How's and, that going? Yeah, we had, they had uh, they had a speaker on there about uh, our uh, eternal resting place, and mm-hmm. most of us guys are going to get burned. Oh, really? We're going to be cremated. Now, right. Well, that's here's your the, here's the problem, mm-hmm. is especially for California. Uh, it's it's done by electricity. Oh, really? California, California don't have any electricity. Uh, supposedly, uh, it's going to be rationed. Well, I think they'll all have always have some electricity. I would think. 
well, if if all of us old folks get cremated, uh, what are they going to what are they going to do about cremation? Well, you think a photo cell is going to cure that? That's a really odd uh, subject. I uh, have no idea. <laughs> Leave it to you to come up with that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, quite frankly, I don't care if my boys take me out back and set me on a on a pile of wood and burn me. But <laughs> it's a lovely topic. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I I understand they're paying over. Over five, over six dollars a gallon. Over six dollars a gallon in California right now. California, here we go. <laughs> Amazing, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it? And they and my wife was pointing out to me this morning. She was reading the Wall Street Journal, and that Nancy Pelosi had been elected there twenty three times. I don't know what to say about that, is except that people scary. just vote for the party, obviously. That's scary. I mean, I, I can be a I can be a knucklehead all day long, and but uh, twenty three times, I couldn't be that stupid. Twenty three times. Twenty three. Well, look times. at they were trying to get rid of Newsom, but uh, they didn't get enough uh, people that contributed to it and get him out of there, and so there he stays. Well, uh, one of our one of our uh, electoral people in this state here is really careful about uh, getting someone good looking, good looking to to uh, be in public office. They think that uh, everybody that has to be that's in public office should be extremely handsome. Well, a lot of people so, vote un- unfortunately because somebody's good looking or has a great personality. I was I was thinking of running myself because uh, you know on account of my good looks and all. Oh, you would be you win by a landslide, or you'd cause yeah, a landslide, I, one or yeah, the other. Yeah, huh? I was thinking of that. Mm-hmm. I know the girls over there at at, at uh, Dairy Queen they they fall all over themselves trying to make me happy. <laughs> well, they're like that with everybody. I don't want to burst your bubble. Well. <laughs> You mean to tell me I got some more work to do, Stu? No, I think you're doing fine. Just stay off the ladder, and uh, you'll keep your good looks. <laughs> well, uh, in the meantime, you you have a you have a good day, Stu. Thank you. You too, hey, buddy. I want to I want to thank you, Stu. I, I really do. I got to thank you for what pay, paying paying into your social security. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I need that money. You know, every single every single day, I think of you. Out there working away. Oh yeah, thank you, and and I'm I think of you up on that ladder. So uh, yeah, take well, care, buddy. <laughs> have a good day. You too. Oh lordy, lordy, lordy. Oh, we have time for lots of calls. You know, all opinions are welcome on this program. In case you're brand new, welcome. Hi, Stu Breyer, WICH. I'm the new kid on the block. We're on AM and FM. WICH 1310 and 94.5 FM. So give us a call, 889-5252. Hello, I'm Sandra Grillo, one of the pharmacists at Utley & Jones Pharmacy. At Utley & Jones Pharmacy, we take pride in maintaining personal relationships with our patients, and we've been at it for nearly 150 years. You've always known that we fill prescriptions, but did you know that we also offer vaccines, medication therapy management, and medication synchronization? Did you know that we are one of the few local pharmacies that still compound special medications for adults, children, and pets? 
Our convenient location next to the Bacchus Hospital makes it easy for you to pick up your medications, but should you have trouble getting out, call ahead for prompt delivery of your prescriptions, vitamins, first aid supplies, and home health care needs to your home or workplace. You can also check out our services online at www.utleyandjones.com. We look forward to serving you soon. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. I was just thinking about the nice people at Utley and Jones Pharmacy in Norwich. They have been with us for so many years and uh, serving the people for so many years. Just a great outfit. You're on the air. Welcome. Hello, Stu. Hi there. I'm still here. Good. Good. I still have no hair. <laughs> oh, I was listening. Uh, what was it? Six bucks a gallon in California over for gas? Si- over $6 a gallon in uh, good old California. Wow. There's a lot of poverty in California. Oh, man. Anyway, uh, I heard that, and I got one to top that one. All right. I'm ready. Okay. I, uh, right around this time of year, maybe middle of the month, whatever, I, uh, try not to fire up my furnace. Mm-hmm. And I have a kerosene heater I use in the kitchen. Okay. And it gets the chill out of the house. Works good. Mm-hmm. You know, on, on chilly days. Uh, so anyway, I went down the other day down to Taffel where they sell the kerosene. You can fill up your cans, you know? Sure. Guess what it was a gallon for kerosene, for your kerosene heater? I can't imagine, but it's probably very high. Take a guess. I don't know. I've never dealt with that stuff, so I, I couldn't Well, I, I went there uh, last year was the last time I got it. It was, uh, I think it was like four eighty nine a gallon. And it's probably doubled. It was ten dollars a gallon. Ooh, that's nine ninety nine point nine. Eek! Well, kept driving. I just kept driving. Kept driving. Yeah. Now it would have cost me a hundred dollars to fill two five gallon cans of kerosene. So with that kind of money, you went out and bought a heavy coat to wear in the living room. No, I have my son's coat. He he's uh, put on too much weight now. It fits me. Okay, you stay warm that way, huh? Yeah, but anyway, I I was just wondering if anybody out there, you know, still uses a, a kerosene heater around, you know, October, November to get the chill out of the house. It's ten dollars a gallon. How can that be? It's very confusing. I understand. Believe me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I guess it's it's uh. It's cheaper for me to start my furnace now. Yeah, right now. And uh, I will give you a little positive news that in a couple of days it will get warmer. So <laughs> Yeah, I heard, uh, so I heard about it. I won't worry about it too much for a little while anyway. Yeah. All right, sir. Uh, anyway, if anybody out there still uses the little kerosene heater, mm-hmm. maybe, they, maybe they know a cheaper place. Because okay. I always get it down in Taffaly across from Dairy, uh, Dairy Queen. Well, we'll find out for you. Okay, bud. Thank Take you. care. Hello, welcome to the program. Hello, how are you? All right. So, um, Joe Biden grew up with a Puerto Rican in a Puerto Rican community in Delaware. Yeah, he's done everything. Yes. 
and it's the eighth. There's the eighth largest population of blacks are in Delaware mm-hmm. in the nation. Um, it's it's amazing how it's like words come out of his mouth, and it's a lie. No matter what what he says, well, you I, know, never checked, I never checked on in the statistics when he, I heard him say it, and I'm thinking because he said so many things that turned out not to be true that it's hard to believe anything. It is hard to believe anything, and it, what message is this sending to our enemies? Um, you know, we had um, Kamala talk about our our good partners, the North Koreans, um, and then the North. Mr. North Korean, you know, um, wound up firing a missile over Japan. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we've and, got some lunatics. And, and, thanks, with some... and thanks for the for the support, you know, of of the America being such a great partner. Um, it's it's like Tweedledum and Tweedledee. I swear to God, how in God's name can anybody support them? either one of them and consider voting for either one of them that thought is beyond me it's it's just i just can't believe that anybody that he still has some people that support him it's it's amazing to me well, um, people uh, stick with their party for one thing and, and there are a lot of people that are not really into the news that much and uh, i don't know well and actually that's true my my husband was somewhere where somebody was doing kind of a um, yeah um, roasting mm-hmm. Kamala Kamala and Joe and this other person was like what are you talking about and they were told they needed to watch Fox News and then they know what, what well, when you say Fox News talking to, about when you say Fox because, News to people it's like a dirty word they won't uh, go near it Right, I know, but you know this. You know the individual had no. It was just like I don't know what you're talking about, and you know was told she was told just watch Fox News and maybe you'll find out some of this stuff. But um, I I guess it did a whole like hours worth of uh, or however long a big roast of of what what they've been doing. It's beyond belief, and they will not carry it. Um, today, tonight, Tony Bobolinsky is supposed to be on the Tucker Show with more damning, wish, uh, damning information about. I, I truly wish. I truly wish. Daddy. I truly wish people who have never watched Fox News will watch it tonight at eight o'clock, and uh, at least you'll get the Hunter Biden story straight. Yeah, you know, well, they, they could would. read the New York Post. They could read the laptop from hell. You know, any of those. Well. You know, it's funny because they talked about, um, you know, Donald Trump um, being with a prostitute in Russia. Hunter was with prostitutes all over the world. You know, if it was a big thing for Donald Trump, why isn't it a big thing? I don't even. I never even heard the Donald Trump story, and if if he did, he did. I don't know. All right, listen. I mean, you know, it, it was supposedly in that in in the dossier, mm-hmm. you know, about compromise with this hooker in somewhere in Russia or whatever. But I won't say what supposedly he did to her, but bottom line, he wasn't doing drugs with her, number one. And 
this one, as I said, through the world, you know, everywhere he went, he picked up hookers. Well, you'll find that out more tonight. I, I got to go. It's getting tight, but thank you. Bye. Hi, welcome to the program. Hi, uh, Stu, how are you? Okay, thank you. That's good. Uh, I'd just like to make a comment about what the previous caller, you know, saying about the president and uh, lying and this and that, and then yet take the former president who buddy-buddy with Putin, meets with North Korea, or what, Kim sung you, whatever, and that's, that's all, it seems like, oh, but that's all right, and now look what Putin's doing with Ukraine and the war that's going on, and yet our former president was buddy-buddy with him. And I, 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 I kind of laugh at when these people call and say, well, look at Joe Biden, and, and he lied, and that's... And Donald Trump was an angel? No, of course he wasn't an angel, but all, but Trump is not president now. Now we have to deal with Joe Biden. <laughs> exactly. But when you, they're always comparing. <coughs> everything is compared to Trump. What Trump, what Trump did. I wish Trump people would just let the Trump thing go. My goodness. Ex- I, I want Exactly. I don't want to exactly. see him anymore. I don't want to hear about him anymore. But they just keep holding on to it. It's, it's like a broken record. And it's. You say, you know, every presidency, no matter if it's Democratic or Republican, who's ever in the White, different things, different happening. Look at Nixon. I mean, you know, oh, oh, you know, you never hear them talk, but yet they talk about Bill Clinton and he he got impeached because he did something that had nothing to do with security or well, high ahead. level. T- you know, everybody still goes after Nixon. Can you call me back? Because I got a news break coming up if yes, you want I, to. I will. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I only have a minute if you'd like to say something. Hello. Hello there. How are you today? Good. Hey, I uh, called yesterday about those uh, no roundabout signs. I, I got a number, and I went down and picked a couple signs up. Oh, good. That's good. Now, the other thing I want to mention today is how can anybody in their right mind vote for a Democrat with the prices of everything going up. Okay, listen, can you call me back because i got a news break, if you'd like? Okay, i got a flash bulb and I'll call you back. All right. Ah, uh, yes, it's going to be a heated day. Could use a little heat today. So let's get you in the mood for the, uh, hopefully Paul will be checking in with us from the uh, Cow Sills. This is the song that was their claim to fame. Takes us to the news right now. I saw her sitting in the rain Raindrops falling on her She didn't seem to care She sat there and smiled at me Then I knew She could make me happy Flowers in her hair Flowers She smiled up at me And she took my hand And we walked through the park alone 
That's our warm-up. It's our warm-up for the Cows Hills, and Paul will be joining us after the news. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 Norwich and FM 94.5 W233DB in Norwich. Coming up to 11 o'clock, and an update on your news. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. The lights are slowly coming back on across hurricane-battered Florida as a death toll rises. More than 400,000 utility customers still without power as crews work around the clock to restore service. And Hurricane Ian is blamed for at least 104 deaths. With the massive destruction left behind by Hurricane Ian, Town Hall News and our companion news network SRN, partnering with Christian nonprofit relief organization Food for the Poor to rush emergency supplies and portable generators to survivors in Georgia, the Carolinas, and Florida. More information is available on the website srnnews.com. All eyes were on the skies over Japan earlier today as a North Korean ballistic missile passed by splashing down in the Pacific. North Korea has launched a record number of missiles this year as it refines and increases its weapons. But this is the first time in five years it's directed one over Japan. This significant escalation comes days after the United States held a series of naval exercises with Japan and South Korea. That's a BBC's Gene McKenzie reporting from Seoul. Amid Russian military setbacks in Ukraine, there's still no lack of speculation as to whether Russia's Vladimir Putin would resort to nuclear weapons, as he has repeatedly threatened to do. A country music legend has passed away. Loretta Lynn has died. Her family says the coal miner's daughter from Butcher Holler passed away this morning at her home in Hurricane Mills, Tennessee. Loretta Lynn was 90 years old. Watching Wall Street this morning, the rally rolls on. Right now, the Dow is up 747 points, a gain of 2.5%. The Nasdaq ahead, 365. More on these stories, townhall.com. It's time for the number one talk show of eastern Connecticut and southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now, here's Stu Breyer. Welcome back to the program, and it's a pleasure to talk with uh, a gentleman from the group that brought us a lot of smiles in the 60s and uh, touring again. And let's say hi to... Hi, Paul. Hey, Stu. How are you doing? How's everybody in Norwich? It's great to see you. I was uh, in Newport recently. I was looking for you. Uh, you're a lucky man to be able to be in Newport. <laughs> we love it there. I know. It's a, it's a great place. We always have a good time when they're there. So um, I saw the last time I saw you folks, uh, you were at Musquamacut Beach, entertaining. Uh-oh. Sounded as good as ever. Well, thank you. Yeah, we're very lucky to be still singing good, and you know we're in our seventies. But Susan's not; she's sixty-three. Oh, and, yeah, she's, uh, she's thank the God kid. She's sixty-three. <laughs> 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 but yep, we we're we're out and we're playing a lot, and things are going well. So you. Uh, haven't recorded any new material in uh, 30 years. Uh, did you just wake up one morning and say, let's go for it again, or what happened? Oh, well, kind of. Well, actually, Susan had been trying to get us to write a new album. Actually, you know, as far back as when Bill and Barry were still alive, we thought we could go in one more time as a group and, you know, each guy bring a song in. Anyway, we had a lot of stuff worked out on it, but it never came to fruition. And then we started doing the Happy Together tour, 
and uh, and so late at night when everybody would be sleeping on the bus, me, Bob, and Susan would be up, and you know, um, we just thought, gosh, we should be writing songs. Wouldn't that be great? Because Howard Kalin of the Turtles, in the last song of his, he would always go to the audience, hey, you got to get up. He wanted the whole audience to get up, which is tough on our demographic, by the way, Stu. But anyway, <laughs> he would yell and yell at him, and, and we just came away every night going, man, we got to write a song about you got to get up, you know, and mm-hmm. put Howard in there somewhere. And, and so that's what we did, and we started writing, and me, Bob, and Susan, as a threesome, had really never written together, and boy, it was magic, and these songs were just pouring out of us, and you know, as a songwriter, you've got to record them, and so that was the tricky thing, was to get them recorded, um, and, but we got her done, and it's out, Rhythm of the World, and uh, we're really proud of it, and uh, just speaking to everybody. So, Paul, I'm glad that you're with us here today. There's, you know, we've been playing your music for years on the program when they were yeah. new and uh, when and when they were great golden oldies. Let me, uh, first of all, if people are interested, there's a documentary, I've seen it twice, about your family. Yep. Were you uh, anxious to divulge lots of personal things in that? or? Well, Stu, that took, that documentary took three years uh, to do. Um, we started it, and then we saw where these people were trying to take it, and it was becoming a movie about our dad, <laughs> which, mm-hmm. you know, that's good for about five minutes, and then it gets redundant. So we kind of put the skids on it. We stopped the procedure, and then, you know, a year later, me and Bob were talking and with Louise Palanker, who was the uh, documentarian, and, you know, we called her up and said, okay, we think we're ready to come back at this if we could just take a different turn and a different tact, you know, and uh, and she agreed, and we went back in there, and it was real hard, you know, it was real hard. And right during the whole thing, you know, Katrina comes, you know, and, and, and we're losing Barry. I mean, it was really a crazy time, but Louise, boy, she stayed with it, and she just hunkered down, and uh, we got it done. And it was kind of hard. It was hard, actually, because some of these interviews were like eight hours, you know, and by the time you're done with eight hours, you're going to commit, you're going to say you robbed that store, even if you didn't rob it, you mm-hmm. know? <laughs> so you think uh, all so in all, they it, did a pretty good and uh, objective look at it? It was an objective look at it. I thought she did a great job without making it too, you know, somber. And uh, it's funny because, you know, when that came out initially, I would see people and they could be 20 feet away, Stu, and they'd come out, come up to me with their hands out, you know, like they wanted to give me a hug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I would go up to them, i go, no, we're good, we're good. You know, that story's that story. And, you know, we're moved on now and uh, everything's okay. And we're very happy. Uh, so that that was just a story that was being told, and uh, yeah, it was tough. So those that don't uh, know it, you did lose a brother in the storm Katrina. You know, we're all thinking yep. and praying for the people in Florida with that storm, but yep. Katrina was a, a bad storm. It was. Nobody was really ready for that deal. And uh, my sister, you know, she's from New Orleans, and, and and our bass player and our drummer, all three are from New Orleans. And there's a song on the album on Rhythm of the World called Katrina, and uh, it's uh, the story of Barry, you know, and it's in his POV. And uh, and so Russ and Mary and Susan, you know, they've lived it. It was a tough song to record, you know, and uh, but we got her done, and, and it's great, and and uh, and it's a good tribute to Barry. Isn't it amazing, Paul, that, and they see it in other families that people are just born with a singing gene? It's crazy, I know. I, 
I mean, gosh, you know, back back in the day, I never even, I just thought, oh, well, that's that's what it is. That's who we are. But now, in our older age, uh, very grateful to have been able to do all that music and, and very grateful that we can still do music and we're still harmonizing. And there's a lot of harmonies on, on this album. And it's just us, you know. That's just how we do music. Well, your mom joined the group for a little bit. She did. And I know that was a little difficult for you. It was a little difficult having mom and dad with us 24-7, yeah. you know. I think my dad, we always tried to figure out, well, why did mom come in the band, you know? We never really knew as little kids. It just happened. And, you know, later in life, I'm thinking that dad was, like, watching the King family, maybe, on TV and saw it, and saw the moms in that band and stuff and said, hey, let's put Barbara in this. My mom, Stu, was so nervous and so scared of being on stage. It wasn't her, her fun place. But she did all right. I mean, I've seen her on other shows. I mean, you were on The Tonight Show. and uh, Oh, yeah. yeah the- that was huge for her, to be sitting there beside Johnny Carson. Yeah. I mean, she she was in her glory, you know. This was big for her. She was good friends with Frank Sinatra, which was really big for my mom uh, to to be his friend, you know. And uh, and so she loved all that. It was just getting up on that stage was really tough for her. But you know, we all have the singing gene because of her. My dad can't sing at all, but mom was so beautiful. And her and my brother Bill used to sing harmonies. Oh gosh, way back in the fifties, and that's how it really all got going. Paul, when did you realize uh, with the councils that, oh, my God, we are big national hits. We have our own television special, The Tonight Show. We're we're everywhere. I mean... We were happy kids, you know. I mean, I don't even think we really understood really what was happening. Um, You know, we were just happy to be meeting people like Johnny Cash and and Johnny Carson and Ed Sullivan and and meeting all all the people of our of our genre. It it was very exciting for us little kids, and we were really happy and having tons of fun doing it. (laughs) Bet you're pretty excited about this new album, and uh, hopefully, uh, you know, these days you're out. Will it come out on vinyl, or will it come on? you know, yep. there's all kinds of ways to get music now. There is, and we're covering them all. You know, there's the streaming uh, platforms. Um, you know, we made CDs, and a lot of people go, man, who plays CDs? Our demographic plays CDs. I play CDs. Yes, indeed, they do, you know. So so it's it's out there, and everybody, you know, hopefully, all we're, all we're, we're not looking for fame or fortune here. We're just looking for somebody to hear the music, you know. We've got harmonies all throughout this album. And I don't hear a lot of harmonies, you know, anymore. Um, there are some new harmony groups coming up now. Younger people actually putting harmonies in. So we think we're right there with our harmonies and, you know, letting people hear that sibling connection, I guess you could call it. So, Paul, I know that you uh, you had some recordings before the uh, big uh, hit, The Rain, The Park, and other things. Yes. And, and then you moved over to MGM. Yes. That song was so perfectly put together. Now, did you folks write that song? Or? No, Rain the Park was written by Artie Kornfeld and Steve Duboff. And, Stu, they had just had I'm the Pied Piper. That was their oh, yeah. big hit. Uh-huh. And so back in the day, somebody that had a big hit as an artist could could come away from that and become an A&R guy at a record company. And they, they kind of had some power and Artie went to um, uh, MGM 
with with it. He, Steve and Artie wrote that song explicitly for us, and uh, no. and he was the guy, and he he was our George Martin, right? He mm-hmm. was he was our guy, and and he just made a beautiful record. He made a beautiful record, and we were just happy to be a part of it. So. I know there's a lot of pressure when you have a big head. That was a million seller for you guys, and uh, yeah. yep. then you say, "Well, what do we follow it up with?" You know, it was funny because we didn't really even get that part of it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. Dad would come in, you know, and he would go, "What are we working on?" You know, and we'd be working. Um, but it was always just a part of us. We loved doing it, and and the only pressure we ever felt was. You know, if people were going to like us or not, you know, or a bunch of little kids. I mean, we always felt kind of awkward being a bunch of little kids uh, doing this pop music, but it was well accepted. And, you know, I think there was something about my mom and my little sister Susan at the time, who was, what, eight uh, in the band. And I, I think the music was, was good. It was righteous. And I think people bought into it and said, hey, these guys are really good. They're not a gimmick. And we were never a gimmick. People thought we never played instruments. Well, we always played our instruments, you know, so it was like that. We have uh, for a few minutes here, and it's a pleasure to talk with Paul Kausil because we have enjoyed the Kausil's music so much, and we were, I was very happy to get the email saying that you folks are back with uh, some new material, and you wrote most of it, Correct. We did, we did. Uh, on that Happy Together tour, um, you know, being out all summer on the bus, uh, we'd wait for people to go to bed, and then me, Susan, and Bob, we would just stay up writing, and the three of us, we just had so much fun doing it. It, it was just happening right in front of our eyes, and these songs were dropping. All of a sudden, we've got, you know, 11 tunes, and, you know, I know a lot of people out there who are songwriters know that you write them so you can record them. And, and mm-hmm. that's just the the way it goes. We're fortunate enough enough to have Omnivore Recordings uh, love the album, and and they wanted us to be with them, and we're very happy to be with them, and and they're doing a good job, and we're just trying to get the music out there, and uh, kind of giving people an opportunity to go, yeah, that's pretty good, or hey, that's no good. <laughs> <laughs> There's always that little tension there when you. Releasing something, but you're you're proud of it, and that's uh, that's the first step. And right should be really now. This is true or false that the Partridge family was, uh, if it wasn't for the Cowsills, there would have been no Partridge family. Well, that's pretty true because the Partridge family, Screen Gems, who did that, came out to live with us in Newport, Rhode Island, for about a week or two, and came away from that saying, "Look at, I don't think these." these boys are actors but the little girl's cute we sure could use her but that was never going to happen my dad was not going to let that happen and Stu it was always for Shirley uh, Shirley Jones was always going to be the mom in that regardless of whether we were going to be a part of it or not and my dad that just kind of put a nix to it my dad told Screen Gems hey go to Central Casting get yourself some good actors and you know have fun with it (laughs) like that and the thing is Stu is that the Partridge family so they really got going as we were waning on that first run. I mean, I got drafted. The band was breaking up because, you know, 
it was just it was it was time to do that even though we were so young but then all of a sudden the partridge family's going for years and years and the whole time i'm raising my kids i'm i'm hearing oh yeah the council the partridge family is about the councils and, and it was the bus and the whole deal and so we are grateful to the partridge family because they kept our name out there kind of kept it relative for the, the years that we weren't doing anything and now we kind of keep the partridge family relative because everybody always goes hey isn't this like the partridge family uh, story and it is and 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 we're grateful to have the story and and we're grateful that the Partridge family was made because it was a a light look at at uh, at what we were up to. Yeah, those so, were yeah. nice. Those were nice shows in those days. And loved them, loved them. I watched them all the time, of course. Yeah. And, uh, played you the and music. Susan. <laughs> yeah, still you can still get them on uh, on reruns. Oh yeah. So Paul. Um, What's the plans for maybe uh, promoting this on TV or some places? Uh, I know you're talking about it on radio, and I'm glad, but... Uh, right, well, we're we're working on Fallon, we're working on, you know, Myers, and we're working on TV. We have an executive producer, his name is Rock Positano, and he is taking up all the slack that he's we're getting a shot here Stu, and and i'm amazed at my age of 70 well i'm 70 i'll be 71 in november that we're really getting another shot at this and and all that shot means to us is that people might hear this record we just want them to hear what we got going and and i think it's all about love and peace this album and and you know we could use a lot more of that mm-hmm. it's funny Stu, because we're still talking about the same stuff we were talking about back in the 60s sure you know right. the war civil rights uh everything and so we feel kind of comfortable in this environment because we're bringing happiness and love hopefully to to people who are looking for it through our music. With your hit songs, Paul, which one are you most proud of? You know what? I would have for me, I'd have to say Hair because mm. it was really the first song we all we were able to do our own instruments, our own arrangement. We were in total charge on Hair. And the rest of the the hits anyway were done by like the wrecking crew. They came in, they laid it down. We would just go in and do vocals. And uh, and so we're really proud of Hair because that was one we did all by ourselves and and we didn't know what we were doing but it seemed to have yeah, sure came come out, out great. pretty good. <laughs> sure came out great. I, I think it hit number one if I'm not it mistaken. Did. Eight the, million the version later. Of, version of Hair was just uh, terrific and was number one as you just said. And we play it a lot still. I have my lunchtime oldie hour. I'm doing a lot of oh, talk cool. on the talk shows. And uh, will you be uh, touring? You just toured the with the turtles and some other very right we just did 57 shows in um 70 days and we just got back from naperville we played naperville illinois this past weekend and we've been very very busy um the happy together tour has already sent a contract so so they want to go do it again but from november 1st to december 9th we are going to be in branson at the Blue Moon Theater, Andy Williams Theater, and we're doing the Andy Williams Annual Christmas Show. Ooh, that's Uh, wonderful. Yeah, it'll be six weeks right there in Branson. We'll be playing Monday through Saturday, six shows a week, for about six weeks. So we're real excited about that. We're in Norwich, Connecticut, and we're right next to the... uh some of the biggest casinos in the world. We have Foxwoods and Mohegan Sun. Yes. Uh, I know that the the tour that you were on with uh, was supposed to be, I believe it was at Mohegan Sun, but got canceled. 
I think it has all to do with the COVID. But yeah. um, hopefully yep. they, um, you know, possibly you folks can get to one of our casinos. You know, we always play Mohegan Sun. If you play Mohegan Sun, you're not playing Fox. <laughs> you know, you've got to pick one. And we picked Mohegan Sun back in the day, and they've been real good. And we play the Wolf Den there. And actually, we're looking for a date coming up. You know, they, they don't want you coming back every month, you know. And so they oh, sure. they try to uh, lag it. But, like, I, we always say to people, well, don't wait too long <laughs> because we may not be around. <laughs> no, I, I hope you get there soon. Uh, yeah. I was not, not aware that you were there. I would have been there. Oh, okay. We well, can... we're actually, it's funny, Stu, we're working with our agent right now. We're, we're saying that it's been long enough and we need to get back to the Mohegan Sun. The last time we played the Mohegan Sun was that February that COVID hit. Mm. And, uh, and that was our last show. And then all of a sudden there were no more shows. <laughs> yeah, that was it. But That uh, was it. <laughs> I'm go- well, I'm sorry I missed you that time, but um, definitely we We'll be looking for you. So Yeah, we'll be back there, Stu, for sure. Is your new material out now or just released? Or Yes, it was released September 30th. The Rhythm of the World album is out and available for anybody to go and get her. We have a podcast, Council's Podcast. It's uh, real fun to do. And we've had all the classic rock people, the legends. Pat Boone and Debbie Boone came on, and the, the Bacon Brothers came on, and uh, we have a, and they're all on online. Wherever you uh, listen to podcasts, you can find us, and they're either audio or visual because we zoomed them all. Pat Boone, boy, I see him on television every day. Stu, he's incredible. He's doing some stuff. <laughs> he is like he is there and with it and he'll take over a, an interview like nobody. Actually cuz he comes Debbie comes on with him to kind of you know logistically get him through the you know the hardware so to speak the computer and whatnot. But man, he is he doesn't need any help at anything. This guy's ready to go. I mean, I would not want to box him. <laughs> yeah, he, was, he was scheduled to be on the show but it didn't materialize. I think he was in a movie or a oh, new right. Movie or something gosh, like that. you can't even believe he's so active. It, it, it was great to have him on. I mean, I was just mesmerized. <laughs> well, I'm so glad that you guys and gals are back. And uh, we'll look forward to your the material from your, uh, we still call them albums. Right? Yeah, we do. Hey, so, and we will have a vinyl album release on April 15th. It's called Record Store Day. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it's going to come out in vinyl, Rhythm of the World, and it's going to be a green, it'll be a green record. <laughs> Even better, a green yeah, record. Yeah. Paula, uh, thanks for being with us here today, and uh, when you are in, you know, everybody says that, when you're in the neighborhood, stop by, but if you are going to be at Mohegan Sun again, we'd, yes, love, yes. we'd love all three of you to come on into our studio, and we can promote that for you. We would love that, Stu. Thank you. And, yeah, I've got your numbers here, man. I'll reach out to you when it happens. All right. Give, give my best to Bob and Susan. I will, Stu. And thank you for having me. All right, Paul. Good luck. Okay. To you, too. Bye. Thank you. Bye, Norwich. Love you. <laughs> Paul Cowsill from the Cowsills. Son of a gun. How did I miss that? Mohegan Sun, they were there. Wow. I'll start off my lunchtime oldie hour with the song Hair, which came out in 1969 was the uh, number one song for the Cowsills. 
Get more for your Medicare dollar, Connecticut, with a $0 premium Medicare Advantage plan from United Healthcare. With a United Healthcare Medicare Advantage plan, it's easier than ever to get more for your Medicare dollar, including better than ever dental, vision, over the counter, and prescription drug coverage. Take advantage. Call United Healthcare today at 1 855 296 0896. That's 1 855 296 0896. Benefits, features, and or devices vary by plan and area. Limitations and exclusions apply. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. For over 50 years, Ron's Guns at 194 Boston Post Road in East Line has been your local firearms dealer with on-target advice and competitive pricing. You see, some folks look at guns as a Second Amendment right, a vital part of their personal security. Others see them as a fun way to plank at a soda can on a fence post. How you feel about guns is totally up to you. Providing an excellent selection and equally excellent customer service is up to Ron's. Ron's Guns at 194 Boston Post Road in East Lyme. Heard some sad news before the interview with uh, Paul, and that's uh, Loretta Lynn has passed away at the age of 90. What a sweet lady, huh? What a story. The coal miner's daughter. Have to play something by her today, and uh, I did not know that she was ill, but obviously she was, and uh, we just heard the news before the interview, and wow. 889-5252. This portion of our program is an open forum. So we can get back to some of the things we talked about, or if you want to talk about Loretta Lynn or the Cow Sills or anything else, you can whoops. Stu just dropped a few things. 860-889-5252 is the telephone number. 860-889-5252 is the number. You sound like a up. An up guy, Paul from the Cowsills. A lot of energy, and of course, as any family, they've had a lot of tragedy, losing one of the brothers in the storm, Katrina. He was at the wrong in the wrong place at the wrong time in Las Vegas. Terrible tragedy. But the three of them, when you hear them, and I've heard them not that long ago together, sound like the original group. They still have that great harmony together. It's pretty remarkable. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Periods of rain today, just kind of nasty out there with a cool breeze. Only 57 today. Showers and breezy tonight, 47. Scattered showers will taper off uh, by evening tomorrow, high of 60. Things get a lot better on Thursday. Lots of sunshine, milder, and a high of 72. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. All right, my friends, ladies and gentlemen, let's get back to our program. Try to get a little comedy in a little bit later on, too. I was reading today in the front page of the bulletin about a gentleman who was a hero. He got the Medal of Effort to thwart a stabbing. Canterbury resident Alan Noble was out for dinner at a Worcester restaurant in 2019 with his parents and fiance, just settling down to drinks when the screaming began. He at first thought the sound was a child, but when it intensified, the then Taftville resident jumped up, 
went around the corner where he said he saw a man attacking a woman. Acting on what he called instinct, Corson put the assailant in a full Nelson, struggling to restrain his arms and force him to the ground, one of the three people to try and stop the attack. He said he didn't realize the severity of the incident until after the man was restrained. It wasn't until I looked up while we were on the ground and I saw a kitchen knife and blood strewn across the floor that it dawned on me that this guy was more than just assaulting this woman. He's stabbing her. Corson said, who was also stabbed during the fight. Authorities said then 28-year-old Carlos Anseno attacked his ex-girlfriend, 31-year-old Amanda Dombrowski, with a knife at O'Connor's restaurant in Worcester, Massachusetts. Brave guy saved her life. And we wanted to salute him as well. His name is uh, Alan Corson, Jr., 29 of Canterbury. Maybe some of you people know the hymn and uh, saw that in today's uh, bulletin. As of last week, the Telegram and Gazette reported that Asenio will have a mental evaluation conducted within the month and is expected to give an insanity defense at a trial in December. I hope they don't let him out real soon. WICH, welcome. Hello, Father Stu. Hi there, sir. I just heard what you just read or talked about, Mm -hmm. those physical assaults. Yeah, I mean, the guy saved the girl's life, and... uh, he didn't have to put himself at risk, but he did, and he's a hero. What, well, you know, it seems to be that there are many of these type of incidents throughout our country. Yes, you know, there are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I told you yesterday I'm going to be looking into this, the area of what is evil. I know, as you mentioned, with this incident, you just uh, talked about there possibly was some mental health issues. Well, you know, sometimes, you know, I think we, we get confused. I know I, I'm confused, and I've been dealing with uh, these kind of issues for, for some time. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, I'm trying to sort things out because I think that this country needs to do the same thing. I think the the, the regular people like us, we need to be informed uh, I think our government can do a better job in informing, informing us about what to look out for in, in, in terms of not only mental health but people need to know what, what types of behavior is evil okay even though I said that I have to find out more about it don't you think that so, anybody that would hurt a unless it was self defense anyone that would hurt an innocent person uh, for a reason like race, color, creed, or just seeing somebody on the street is evil. In my opinion, yeah. they're evil. Period. Yeah. And we we gotta have to uh, do do more to deal with that subject. And I'm I'm w- working with some of the churches here in Norwich, and so we have a uh, uh, you know a lot of work to do. Okay, Stu, thank you. Thank you very much. Of course, there are a lot of people with emotional problems that would never hurt anybody, 
So don't get confused with what we're talking about. Because everybody goes through something in their lives, you know, whether it be depression or anxiety or this or that. But there are people who uh, are evil. Whether it's from, I don't know how they even determine whether it's a mental illness or they're just evil people, but they should not be out in society because they are a risk. And I would wonder if this person, and we don't know, who would attacked his ex-girlfriend, had a previous record, but most of the uh, crimes that we read and hear about, the criminals have had a long criminal record and shouldn't have been out to hurt the victims. And that's just a fact, and that's going to have a lot to do with the uh, midterm elections, I'm sure. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Are you aware that unused medications pose a public safety risk? I'll be right back with some info about this issue. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. It is well known that drugs taken without physician authorization can lead to accidental poisoning, overdose, and or abuse. You can reduce the chances of this happening by not hoarding medications, not giving meds to family and friends, and not storing medications in common unlocked places like bathroom cabinets. We must all be vigilant about the handling and proper disposal of our unused medication. Be sure to properly dispose of meds in your trash or take advantage of take-back programs at many police stations. Medication Awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a Health Mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. Stu Bryan with the WICH. Thanks for your company. 889-5252 is the number. And um, speaking of evil... Daryl Brooks' trial, defendant disrupts the court as the jury selection begins in Waukesha on the Christmas parade attack. Remember that when the uh, evil person plowed into the people during that Christmas parade attack? Waukesha Christmas parade attack suspect Daryl Brooks was placed in a separate room Monday as the court attempted to begin the jury selection process in a trial over his alleged November rampage that killed six and injured dozens of innocent people at the parade. Brooks is 40, allegedly plowed an SUV through a procession down Main Street in Waukesha last November, fatally striking six and injuring dozens more. He asked to represent himself last week. The judge ordered him removed from the court multiple times during the proceedings in which Brooks complained about paperwork, claimed he didn't recognize his own name, and claimed to be a sovereign citizen, not subject to the court's jurisdiction. After another outburst, Judge Jennifer Dobrow warned that she would hold Brooks in contempt of court. Eventually, Waukesha District Attorney Sue Opper suggested a deputy place Brooks in a gag, according to the station. Terrible person. 
obviously this guy uh, clearly has issues, and now you're throwing sovereign citizen issues on top of it. There's really no way that we're going to see a typical jury trial. A Los Angeles-based former federal prosecutor following the case. Brooks Antics could provide him with ammunition for a future appeal. Here we go. By the way, he never should have been out to do that. I think he had just attempted to run over a a girlfriend, ex-girlfriend before. They let him right out of jail. They should be in jail, those that let him out. Lakeisha Parade suspect Daryl Brooks says that he feels dehumanized, demonized in first jailhouse interview. What can I say? Hmm? Another case where he should have been locked up right now, but was let out of jail after he attempted to murder somebody. Does that make any sense? I don't think that would have happened back in the 50s or even the 60s. But there's something about the 21st century where they're so soft on crime. They seem to care more about the uh, criminal than the victims. And maybe somebody can explain that to me. 889-5252 and you would be next. WICH is part of the Hall Communications Radio Group. From time to time, WICH has staff openings in various departments, such as sales, programming, promotions, and engineering, as well as the business office. When positions do become available, it is our policy to notify various organizations so that they can let their members be aware of them. WICH would be happy to add your organization to our notification list. Simply call us at 860-887-3511 and ask for Bob Reed. WICH and Hall Communications encourage minority and women's organizations to participate and are equal opportunity employers. Stu Breyer with you. Welcome to the program. Good morning. Morning. The pronunciation of that city in Wisconsin is Waukesha. 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 Okay, gotcha. Waukesha. It's right outside of Milwaukee. Waukesha. Thank you for letting me know that. Another Indian name. Well, Have a happy day. There are a lot Bye-bye. of them. Thank you. Waukesha. Hi, WICH. Welcome. Morning, Stu. Morning. For the first time, the Patriots and the Red Sox are in last place in their division at the same time. Really? Well, the Patriots have such a good run that, uh, well, it's finally Well, they probably won't end up last, but right now they are. And I got one for you to ponder. When the, when the Republicans lose the House, Nancy Pelosi won't be the House Speaker. Biden's going to make here the, uh, 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 what do you call it, the ambassador to Japan. The ambassador to Japan? Yep. Be the House Speaker? Well, she, well if, she loses, uh-huh. they lose the, if they lose the House, mm-hmm. Democrats lose the House, she, she won't be the Speaker no more. Hasn't she talked about retiring the last few years? I don't know. Maybe well, she'll never retire. He's going to make her the, the ambassador to Japan. Okay. Got any other tips today? Seabiscuit in the fifth. Seabiscuit in the fifth. <laughs> All right. Seabiscuit's a little getting on in years, but we'll see. 
Sea Biscuit. That's cute. One of the great horses of all time. I don't know if he ever got an award, but he got a, made a lot of money for the owner. Hi, welcome to the program. Uh, Stuart, there's only three games left. Last night, tonight, and tomorrow. Thank Am goodness. I, right? I can't wait for it to be over. Well, so we got last night's game out of the way. Mm-hmm. So you tell me why when there's three games left, last night, today, and tomorrow, why did Carlos sit Devers and Bogarts both at the same time last night and say that they needed to rest? Can you explain that to me, please? I thought Devers played last night. No? You sure? Well, it was last night or Sunday, one of the two days. It must have been Sunday. He sat both of them. I thought I looked it up and he was three for three, but, you know, maybe I'm seeing things. Anyway, um, yeah, they've got all uh, the whole season to my, rest. My, my point is, is why would he sit anybody of the regular players with three games to go? And they're all at Fenway Park. Do you think the people who paid good money for tickets there want to see their players for the last three times? Yes, Instead I do. Of all these scrubs that they're bringing up here from AAA and AA. Yeah, you know they can see what the what they're going to do in spring training. I think you're right. If if people and they'll still have about twenty five thousand at Fenway to watch that. And, game. and why would you excuse? Why would you? Why, why would you even say something stupid like that to the people thinking that we're all dumb that they need to rest? Yeah, when they have what? How many months to rest? You know, five or so. Hey. <laughs> I don't know. I it don't just know, agitates me. He that guy agitates me to no end. Is there anybody I, I, on, who's been filling in that looks good to you? No, no. In fact, what's his name? Is that in two oh six? Cassis. He, he looks like he's a real smart ass who just came up from the uh, from the minors. In fact, I put him in the same category as Dahlback playing at first base. I don't think either one of them belong in the major leagues. I don't know why they brought him up and left him here. He's batting two oh eight. Well, they they have bigger uh, you know amount of people at the end of the year, but you know they're well, just taking a look. I don't see either one of them making making it in the majors next year. Dahlbeck or or um, or this new guy, no, uh, probably, Cassis or probably whatever his not. name is. Probably not. Uh, Judge is. Um, I don't think he's leading the league in batting average now, is he? I don't think so. Well, that was another reason. What's that, Larry? Whoops. Oh, goodness. I think I lost Larry there. Larry, call me back. I I may have disconnected by mistake. So I had to find out about this. I'm rooting for Judge to win the Triple Crown. He certainly has won the RBIs and the home runs. But as far as batting average, I'm not sure. Red Sox Bogarts was in the running for the uh, batting title, but now he has slipped to 305. Batting averages are lower this year, particularly in the American League. Hey, Larry, are you there? No, this is not Larry. Okay. Well, what's on your mind? Hi. So you gonged me earlier, Chuck Barris. <laughs> Having a little fun with you. I know. I know. I could do it, too. Um, I just wanted to say, no, you got it wrong. The, uh, the connection was uh, beef. And cattle. Oh, beef and cattle. Okay. Okay, like, where's the beef on my ranch? But um, anyway, I watched the council meeting last night. I I probably missed the first half hour. 
before I realized there was a meeting, and they were in view of the auditorium, probably more council members than there were in the seats. There were three. Well, not a lot of people go to those meetings. You know that. Uh, yeah. So the other thing I wanted to say about Norwich was uh, cannabis is coming in. You got marijuana. And I think they should come up with a store um, investing in peace pipes. Well, I know so this is far-fetched. Well, so I'm, I'm making kind of a joke of it. It's a sick joke. Well, I guess you can smoke pop in a peace pipe, I guess. I don't know. Well, yeah. I mean, we all want to make, you know, I, I don't know. It's crazy, so I'm just throwing that in. Okay. You can throw that in. <laughs> yeah, so uh, how about peace pipes and maybe everybody can get along? I would love that. Believe me, I would it, love that. It's almost like the 60s and the 70s. You know, uh, that's what they did then. So well, they smoked that's pot. it, Stu. Right. Thank you. See Bye. Ya. Hi, welcome to the program. I'm calling for your swap shop, if I could uh, abuse it. Yeah, go ahead. Go right ahead. Uh, yes, I have three items. One is uh, is this in a commercial grade a Sears Craftsman string trimmer where you can convert it to both the string trimmer and a brush cutter. I only got the string trimmer. That's one I bought. And I got an extra 100 feet of line, Brad knew it goes with it. They call me for the price. Also, I have a leaf machine you walk behind. It's a Sears 4 horsepower walk behind. It vacuum shreds and bags of leaves. I put about $490 worth of new pots on it, and I was going to charge a higher price for it. I reduced it substantially because of all the pots that's on the machine, pots goes with it, and I got a small amount that goes with it free. They call me for the price, and I'm looking out there. I got some plywood if somebody has anything, a sheet of three-quarter inch smooth-sided, and two of them that's four feet uh, in length and two feet in high smooth-sided. Give me a call in Norwich at 860-949-8119, and I thank you very much for taking my call. To all my friends out there that was backing me up, thank you all, and that includes you, and I'll call you by your name if I could. Stu, of thank course. you for thank being you. there for me. 949-8119 is that telephone number. Uh, welcome to the program. Good morning. Hi. Still looking for um, Bruce Springsteen tickets. Rolling Stone magazines and anything on Tina Turner, books, records, films, whatever. 860-887-0813. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm still waiting for Larry to call me back. I accidentally disconnected him while I was putting the next caller on hold. I must have slipped and hit the wrong button. So I've got more baseball questions for him if he wants to get in here. 889-5252. We're sticking with that number. Hmm? See what else is going on. Uh, wow, there's a lot of activity this month of October. The weather's going to get better, so don't get uh, upset. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, good morning. What's your baseball questions? Oh, my God. Now, what was I going to ask you when before I hit the wrong button? Uh, yeah, if there was anybody else that you saw that had potential, I think. 
Uh, I don't know these people. I'm still picking the I'm still picking the uh, the Yankees and the Dodgers in the World Series. My buddy missed it two times and says I'm wrong. <laughs> he says it's going to be Houston, Houston and the Mets. That's who he's picking. Well, the Mets They're clearly different than me. The Mets have faded a little bit the last few games, and that I'm concerned about that. Uh, I'm surprised they lost all three games in Atlanta. Yeah, I know that was whoa. I wanted them yeah, to be in first place. Good. Um, I don't know. You know the Dodgers obviously are the favorite. They've won about uh, seven hundred games this year. Um, yeah, probably... don't forget they won. A, they, don't forget they won one hundred and seven games last year, one hundred and eight, right along with the uh, mm-hmm. with the Giants, and both of them got eliminated from the World Series. Sure, that's right. The Dodgers have won a lot of uh, season, yeah. and then the World I think Series. If I'm not mistaken, Atlanta only had like. 89 wins or something, or 90 wins, and they won the World Series. You're right. That was an incredible win for Atlanta, and yeah. uh, they so deserved it's not, it. It's not. It's not. It's who's playing the best at the end of the year. You know who's got the who's got it, and who who wants it that bad. Wasn't that great? Because they took the All Star game away from Atlanta, and they win the World Series. Yeah, I love that. That was the greatest thing that ever happened. Mm. So, but other than that, uh, I I. I I don't know. I'm still. I'm going to stick with the Yankees and the Dodgers. I think the Yankees, even though they play real good and then they have a few bad games, I think they're going to come through. I really do. I think if the Yankees play Houston in the playoffs, the first game in Yankee Stadium, they'll they'll win that division. If they play, have to go to Houston for the first game, then I got a few problems. Houston <laughs> is a very tough ga- team. They've won over a hundred. Games as well, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah, Houston's going to be tough to get by them. But if they play well enough, I think they can do it. Okay, my baseball buddy, thank you. <laughs> okay, later. Yeah, later. I love baseball. I love it more when my team is in it, but hey, you can't have everything, right? This is Nick Kaplinson, President and CEO of Dime Bank. Ask your bank a question. Where are they headquartered? If the answer is hundreds of miles away, then are they really a community bank to you? Large and out-of-state banks put profits first at the expense of local customers. If you value a real community banking experience, Dime Bank is welcoming customers who've had enough. It's your bank, your choice, your dime. Dime Bank. Community banking lives here. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Check my community bulletin board and uh, tell you about some things that are going on. Every Saturday, 10 to 1, Waterford Farmers Market in Waterford Town Hall, 15 Rope Ferry Road in Waterford. You like those farmers markets, huh? You like bingo? I'm still waiting for B6. Groton Bingo, 630, Elks Lodge, 2163, 700, Shenacosset Road in Groton. Doors close at 7 p.m. Kitchen is open 430 to 6.30, 445-2163. 445-2163. Almost made up a new number. I'm still amazed at some people who can play bingo and they use about six cards. Man, they're like motors. <laughs> How did they do that? And then I have to say, did they call this one out? Sunday, October 9th, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m., ye ancient burial grounds of Norwich, Norwich Town Green. Join local historian David Oat on a walk through the old colonial burial grounds in Norwich Town. Meet at the corner of Elm Avenue and Town Street on the Norwich Town Green. Now, this tour is a mile, easy, and there are restrooms nearby, limited wheelchair access, the burial ground is hilly, grassy, and uneven. No dogs, please. Now, this tour is free to attend, but
but please register in advance by contacting the folks at info at norwichhistoricalsociety.org. The October Walk is sponsored by the Norwich Historical Society. And anything else that I should be telling you about that's happening very soon? But let's take this call right now. Welcome to the program. Hey there, uh, Stu. Yeah, your name is Stu, right? My name is Stu. How do you do? Hey, Stewie. I can't believe there is so much going on this month that is incredibly busy. Oh, my goodness, sure is, yep. Oh, it's amazing. I wanted to tell folks about a chowder fest, which Mm. is going on this coming Saturday at Grace Episcopal Church in Yannick. It's from 4.30 until 6 o'clock again this coming Saturday. $12 donation. It's uh, all kinds of chowder and then also corn chowder and tossed salad and oyster crackers and beverages and apple crisp for dessert. Uh, at the church hall uh, in Yannick, number four, Chapel Hill Road, uh, and that's 4:30 to 6 this coming Saturday. Grace Church in Yannick, across from Lizzie's Bake Shop. If anybody has questions, they can call 860-887-2082. And just as a tease, I'll be getting the press release out this week on the chicken pie supper. Oh, you teaser, you. Yes, I am. Well, Maria already knows. I told her. Uh, it's going to be October 29th. It's going to be takeout, and we'll have all the details later in the week. All right. Or at Chowderfest this Saturday. Yeah, that's a warm-up. Sure. There you go. All right. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Stu. Hello. Welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Stu. Hi. Boy, Kevin's definitely a booty. Hey, you know, I, I uh, being a... Uh, Daughter of a dairy farmer. I don't know what a cow sill is. <laughs> I don't know where they got that name. I don't know. It's just. I think it's just their name that they were born with. <laughs> uh, oh well, yeah. The um, cow sill family. Yeah. You know, we got to get Republicans in. You know why? Do you know that the latest gossip on the street is that Petraeus is out there telling how to take out the Russian fleet in the Black Sea. This is basically like America declaring all-out war on Russia. And if that happens, we, like Russia did not attack us. Russia attacked the Ukraine. Well, however it worked out, went in. And, and they're not even a part of NATO. And we're going to get dragged into a semi-nuclear, limited nuclear arms? I mean, it, the only way that you can stop the stupid, weird spending on the wrong things, cutting the wrong programs like our <laughs> gas and oil, is to get Republicans in every state, in every, you know, uh, state house, uh, governorship um, and get them into D.C. so they can, like, no. Okay, we, we take over Congress. Who holds the purse strings? No more spending. That's it. Cut the program. No more. Because, I mean, Joe Biden is literally, from what I just heard, going to lead us into a war, literal all-out war with Russia. Well, we certainly hope that does not happen. Well, when you get Petraeus in there talking, well, we have to take out the whatever in the black. It's like, oh, come on. Oh, and you know what? What? Uh, Trump gave 
Puerto Rico, $28 billion compared to Biden's 60-some million to Puerto Rico. And, uh, and then DeSantis, they're blaming him for Fort Myers. No, you know who to blame? Noah, under Biden, because Noah did not say it was going to hit Fort Myers. It said it was going to hit the Tampa Bay area. And so well, they, were, they were Susan, wrong. they weren't sure. They, you know how hurricanes track. Well, you know, they certainly they suspected something was going to happen. They, because they just should have been more on it. And this is the... They're never on the dot with well, the never, storms you anymore. You can't do the blame game when it comes to a hurricane. Well, they're doing it on DeSantis. Well, that's... And the thing is... Of course, is, that's wrong, too, of course. He, he asked for money up front, emergency money, even a declaration before it even happened. So he was already on the ball. And you know what? Katrina was George Bush Jr.'s hurricane and how they, you know, saw how he handled it and they didn't like it. This is going to be Biden's hurricane on Ian on how he's handling it. I certainly it. don't blame I don't blame Joe Biden for this hurricane at all. I don't know how you no, can No, I that. mean how they handled it. How they handled it. Now, I know under like They're George handling Bush, it. He flew over. I don't know how Biden is going to go there. I got pictures in my USA Today I just got in the mail. And Fort Myers is a disaster area. Well, they Venice, won't put where him... we had relatives, is still underwater. He won't be in a dangerous place, so don't worry about it. Well, that you know, I, I don't know. I, I just think we need new leadership in every state, in every, you know, uh, state house. And we got to get this country back, or it's gone. I mean, really, this is not funny. It, we have to right. get our you country need, you back. You need to relax, take a, take a deep breath, and uh, <sighs> enjoy the good things in life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, I, it's just, hey, if you're, you're prior military family, you see what's going on. You see where it can be heading, and it's not good. <clears throat> not good. Okay. Thank you. All right, thanks. Thanks for the lift. We have uh, three minutes before noon at WICH. I'm going to play a tune to take you to noon, and then we'll have uh, our news and lunchtime oldies. Of course, uh, I will salute Loretta Lynn. We heard the bad news about an hour ago that of her passing. A lovely, beautiful lady. I got to see her at the Wolf Den. One time, you know how the show must go on. She really wasn't feeling good that night, but she uh, still sounded great. And uh, we'll be playing a couple of songs by Loretta Lynn, who is, uh, when you talk about some of the great country singers of all time, she's really way up there as one of the best, Loretta Lynn, the coal miner's daughter. In the meantime, let's... uh, take you to the news, play a little tune, and then we'll uh, get ready for, uh, you know, I have to prepare for the lunchtime oldies, you know, comb my hair, you know, put on some new shoes, some uh, white bucks, you know, those are the shoes, I I get ready for the oldies.
to see a great movie, uh, See Coal Miner's Daughter, which is the story of Loretta Lynn. It's very accurate. I think Sissy Spacek was the star in that show. She's a good singer, too. It's called The Coal Miner's Daughter, the movie. Bert Kempfern and the orchestra. 54 degrees on this Tuesday. It gets warmer as the week progresses. And thanks for making us Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 in Norwich. 94.5 W233DV in Norwich on the FM. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Nearly a week after Hurricane Ian smashed into Florida, hundreds of thousands facing another day without electricity. About 430 homes and businesses remain without power. Correspondent Jennifer King reports that information is coming in from medical examiners in hard-hit counties in Florida about how victims of Ian died. Causes of death include blunt trauma and the inability to get timely medical aid during the storm. One resident in Manatee County was blown off her porch and hit her head. Several of the decedents were found in their cars after they drowned, and others passed away of heart disease, suffering heart attacks either during or after the storm during cleanup activities. With the massive destruction left behind by Ian, Town Hall News and our companion news network SRN partnering with Christian nonprofit relief organization Food for the Poor to rush emergency supplies and portable generators to survivors in Georgia, the Carolinas, and Florida. More information available on the website srnnews.com. Also at srnews.com, North Korea firing a suspected missile over Japan in what appears to be a deliberate escalation to get the attention of Tokyo and Washington. Just hours after the North Korean missile launch, the U.S. and South Korea responded with a joint exercise. A South Korean fighter jet fired two precision bombs at a mock target on an uninhabited island in the Yellow Sea. In total, four U.S. and four South Korean aircraft were scrambled. The South Korean military issued a statement saying the drills showed their will to respond sternly to any threats from the North. Pyongyang has stepped up its military activities since President Biden took office in Washington and intelligence reports suggest it may be planning to test another nuclear device, something it hasn't done since 2017. BBC correspondent Steve Jackson. Stock sharply higher, the Dow up 765 points, the Nasdaq 356 points higher. More at townhall.com. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's. So thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy! 
Paris has decided against broadcasting World Cup matches on giant screens in public fan zones. Paris City Hall said it was boycotting the World Cup on social and environmental grounds. Social because of the high number of workers who it's alleged died while building the eight stadiums and environmental because of the outdoor air conditioning with which the stadiums are equipped. In Lille, the socialist mayor, Martin Aubry, said that holding the cup in Qatar made a nonsense of human rights. And the conservative mayor of Reims said it was one of the most controversial events in the history of sport. In Bordeaux, the Green Party mayor said that if the city were to authorize fan zones, it would make itself complicit with a humanitarian, ecological and sporting aberration. BBC correspondent Hugh Schofield. In a game in St. Louis, Albert Pujols has hit his 703rd home run and broke a tie with Babe Ruth for second place in career RBIs. Pujols now with 2,216 RBIs. Breaking news at townhall.com. Planned Parenthood has a new plan to keep abortions going. The abortion organization announced plans for a mobile abortion clinic, a 37-foot RV that will stay in Illinois but travel close to the borders of adjoining states that have banned the procedure since the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade earlier this year. The announcement came 100 days after the Supreme Court ruling allowing states to ban the procedure. Illinois didn't institute an abortion ban, but neighboring Missouri, Kentucky, and Tennessee did, along with several other states in the South and Midwest. So the RV will stay in Illinois while going to the edge of the border states providing abortions. Keith Peters reporting. In California, more than 1,200 wells have run dry this year statewide, a nearly 50% increase over the same period last year. The crisis most severe in the San Joaquin Valley, California's agricultural heartland. More on these stories at townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Stu Breyer with you at WICH. Time for our lunchtime oldie break. As promised, we're going to be playing uh, the Cowsills because we talked to Paul Cowsill just a little while ago on the program. And his uh, favorite song was a song that was a number one hit. So we'll start off with a little hair, which I'm up for. I'm a hairy guy I'm hairy noon and nighty night night My hair is a fright I'm hairy high and low But don't ask me why Cause he don't It's not for lack of bread Like the grateful dead Darling Give me a head with hair Long, beautiful hair Shining, gleaming, streaming, flaxen, waxen Give me down to there Shoulder length longer Show it, 
the breeze and get caught in the trees Give a home for the fleas in my hair A home for the fleas A hive for the buzzing bees A nest for birds There ain't no words for the beauty, the splendor, the wonder of my television shows, the uh, Cow Sills, including Johnny Carson. They had their own TV special, and we uh, had the opportunity to speak with Paul Cowsill, hoping that their new album will help them make a comeback. And I hope uh, it will for them. Sounds like a very nice bunch of people. Like everybody else, they went through some tragedies in the family and lost a brother, Hurricane Katrina, but uh, they still sound good. And we'll be hearing more about the cow sills. Here's Coven. We go from cow sills to Coven. Story about one tin soldier on our lunchtime oldie break. Listen, children, to a story that was written long ago about a kingdom on a mountain and the valley. Buried deep beneath the stone And the valley people swore They'd have it for the very Sent a message up the hill Asking for the very treasure Tons of gold for which they'd kill Came an answer from the kingdom With our brothers we will share All the secrets of our mountain All the riches buried there 
soldiers growing up, I'll tell you that much, huh? Where are they now? Great song by Coven, Stu's Lunchtime Oldie Break. Let's make it official. It's time for Stu Breyer's Lunchtime Oldies Break. Nobody mixes memories like Stu. Here's your musical mix master, Stu Breyer. It's one of the first recordings of Creedence Clearwater Revival. Started off their career. Called Susie Q. Is that a pool player? Song that was originally done by Dale Harkins.
John Fogarty on WICH with his brother and Creedence Clearwater Revival. I'd like them to have a revival with their great sound in the late 60s. Sorry to hear about the passing of Loretta Lynn just a little while ago. was on our news, and she was known as the coal miner's daughter. Everybody loved Loretta Lynn. Here's the big song. He shoveled coal to make a poor man's dollar My daddy worked all night in the Van Leer coal mines All day long in the field of hoeing corn Mommy rocked the babies that night And read the Bible by the coal oil light And everything would start Break of morn. Daddy loved and raised their kids on a miner's pay. Mommy scrubbed our clothes on a washboard every day. Why, I've seen her fingers bleed to complain there was no need. She'd smile in mommy's understanding. The money somewhere Song came out 52 years ago. Still sounds fresh today. Loretta Lynn, the coal miner's daughter, based on a true story. She's in, of course, in the Country Music Hall of Fame. No way she wouldn't get in there. So let me just play one more of uh, one of Loretta Lynn's hits, and she had uh, so many. This one is called Love is the Foundation. Just want to play one more Loretta song. As he awakens in 
and without a word As his fingers softly fall upon my face He lights the flame of desire and makes me want him the foundation and uh, on WICH radio station. There you have it. Loretta Lynn, one of her classic songs. Hope you're enjoying the tunes. We do it every day on the lunchtime oldies. We mix them up a little bit different from other folks. And I hope that you hear some of your favorites this hour. We uh, got a song by Del Shannon. This was his follow-up to Runaway, which was number one. And that's not an easy to do. He had the follow-up as a number one song, and here it is. Once I had a pretty girl, her name, it doesn't matter. She went away with another guy, now he won't even look at her. Think you'll change, but there's one more thing I gotta say. Hats off to Larry, it may sound cruel, but you laughed at me when you said we were through. You told me lies, it's your turn to cry, Now that Larry said goodbye to
Revenge song there. Del Shannon, I believe, never sang a ballad. He was always uh, rocking and rolling there. Hats off to Larry. Let's see what's uh, cooking with the weather. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Periods of rain today, just kind of nasty out there with a cool breeze. Only 57 today. Showers and breezy tonight, 47. Scattered showers will taper off uh, by evening tomorrow, high of 60. Things get a lot better on Thursday. Lots of sunshine, milder, and a high of 72. That's your Channel 3 Early Warning Forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. For over 50 years, Ron's Guns at 194 Boston Post Road in East Line has been your local firearms dealer with on-target advice and competitive pricing. You see, some folks look at guns as a Second Amendment right, a vital part of their personal security. Others see them as a fun way to plank at a soda can on a fence post. How you feel about guns is totally up to you. Providing an excellent selection and equally excellent customer service is up to Ron's. Ron's Guns at 194 Boston Post Road in East Lyme. This is a public notice from the Tasmanian Tree Devil. We are pleased and thankful for our continued growth due to customers who demand a real tree service company that continues to invest in state-of-the-art equipment, which includes our famous Nifty Lift with its lawn-friendly tires. Not only the Nifty Lift, but also our newest lift, the Dinosaur. Watch it soar up to 92 feet to handle hard-to-reach heights. Tasmanian Tree Devil will take away the question, are they insured? We will show proof of insurance while meeting with you. Why hire the Tasmanian Tree Devil? The owner, Edwin Adams, is a member of the Connecticut Tree Protective Association and is also an accredited Better Business Bureau member with an A-plus rating. Hire the company that takes care of both its employees and customers. Hire the Tasmanian Tree Devil. We show up when we say we will, and we do what we say we are going to do. What more can you ask for? Call 860-917-1953. The Yukon Sports Network from Learfield. Throws up top, and he caught it! And he's in the end zone! Oh, what a play! This Saturday, the Huskies and FIU clash in their first ever meeting. And caught in the end zone in a corner. What a catch. Touchdown, UConn. Our coverage begins at 530 on your home for UConn football. Catch all the action of UConn football all season long on 94.5 and 1310 AM WICH in Norwich. Whatever happened to some of these greats of the past? Uh, haven't heard much about Laura Branigan, but uh, she had some big, big recordings. They made big money. Yeah, it's good to have big recordings that make big money. Here's Gloria. As Edith Bunker would say, Gloria!
easy. It'll be an easy song on name that tune, wouldn't it? I, I think it's uh, Gloria. Sorry, it's Barbara Ann. Where are they now? Laura Branigan. Whatever happened to them? I mean, really them. The group was called them. Guess who the lead singer was? Van Morrison. And then he left them. That wasn't very nice. Here's Van. I tell you about now, baby. You know, she comes around. Just about five feet four. I'm from a head to the ground. You know, she comes around here. So good, love. She make her feel all right. And her name is G. Hell. Whoa. Ah. Ah. to spell it. Thank you. It's an unusual name for a group, them, and people oh, did you see them? Who? Them. We can go into an Abbott and Costello routine. Well, the Beatles were always uh, rascals and anytime they could do something a little bizarre in one of their songs, they would do it. This particular song, in the song, which is a very sweet song called Girl, there's the sound of uh, a group of people Toking, which means doing a little marijuana, hashish, whatever you want to call it. Listen closely. Is there anybody going to listen to my story all about the girl who came to stay? She's the kind of girl you want so much it makes you sorry. 
Still you don't regret a single day so hard to leave her she will turn to me and start to cry and she promises the earth to me and I believe her after all this time I don't know why oh girl 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 she's the kind of girl who put you down when friends are there you feel a fool when you say she's looking good she acts as if it's understood she's cool oh oh goes there, huh? There's the uh, Beatles, Paul, John, and Ringo, and anybody else who want to sing with him. Of course, George. He was the quiet. They always said he was the quiet one, but he was very talented. He wrote some really nice songs, including something that even Frank Sinatra recorded. Another Connecticut bank is being acquired by a large out-of-state institution. How much does your bank value you if they're selling your account again? This is Nick Kaplinson, president and CEO of Dime Bank. If your bank has proved once more that shareholders and profits come first, maybe it's time to let them know you've had enough. It's your bank, your choice, your dime. Dime Bank. Community banking lives here. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. Here's a lost vinyl by the uh, Kinks, a song you don't hear very often. I found in the vault, and I said, well, let's give it a play today. It's called The Dedicated Follower of Fashion. Oh, all right, here it is, a lost vinyl. They seek him here. They seek him there. His clothes are loud. 
but never square It will make or break him So he's got to buy the best Cause he's a dedicated follower of fashion And when he does His little rounds Round the boutiques Of London town Pursuing all the latest fancy trends Cause he's a dedicated follower of fashion Oh yes he is Oh yes he is Oh yes he is Oh yes he is He thinks he is a flower to be looked at And when he pulls his frilly nylon And his raked up tight He feels a dedicated follower of fashion fashion guy. I stick with all the new colors that were popular. This year the color is a stain. Hey, how about a great hit for Dino? Sweet, sweet. Sweet, sweet. Memories you gave of me. You can't beat the memories you gave of me. Take one fresh and tender kiss. At one stolen night of bliss One girl, one boy Some grief, some joy Memories are made of this Don't forget a small moment Fold in lightly with a dream Your lips and mine Two sips of wine Memories are made of this Then at the wedding 
One house where lovers dwell Three little kids for the flavor Stir carefully through the days See how the flavor stays These are the dreams you will savor With his blessing from above You can't beat the memories you gave I think I could listen to Dean Martin all day. It's just very, it's like a comfort zone, huh? Memories are made of this, and we're making them every day from noon to one. Here's a song that uh, was a great memory, and there are 16 reasons for it. 16 reasons why I, why I love you. The way you hold my hand. Two. Your laughing eyes. Three. The way you understand. Four. Your secret they're all part of 16 reasons why I love you. The way you comb your hair, your freckled nose, the way you say you care, your crazy clothes, that's just Reason enough, huh? Let's go back to 1958, a classic, beautiful love song created by David Seville and the Chipmunks. I told the witch doctor I was in love with you. I told the witch doctor I was in love with you. And then the witch doctor, he told me what to do. He said that... Doctor, you didn't love me true. I told the witch doctor, you didn't love me nice. And then the witch doctor, he gave me this advice. He said that. Ooh-ee, ooh-ah-ah, ting-tang, ba-da-ba-da-bing-bang. Ooh-ee, ooh-ah-ah, ting-tang, ba-da-ba-da-bing-bang. Ooh-ee, 
like you were a miser And I'll admit I wasn't very smart So I went out and found myself a guy that's so much wiser And he taught me the way to win your heart My friend, which doctor, he taught me what to say My friend, which doctor, he taught me what to do I know that you'll be mine when I say this to you You've been keeping love from me just like you were a miser And I'll admit I wasn't very smart So I went out and found myself a guy that's so much wiser And he taught me the way to win your heart My friend, which doctor, he taught me what to say My friend, which doctor, he taught me what to do I know that you'll be mine when I say this to you, oh baby Ting-tang, walla walla bing bang Ting-tang, walla walla bang bang, come on in Ting-tang, walla walla bing bang I used to love to dance to that song, and when I step on somebody's foot, they go, ooh, ee, ooh, ah, you know, but I wasn't doing that intentionally. Earlier today, we had one of the cow sills on our show, the popular cow show, cow sills, and uh, it was Paul. Paul Cowsill, I'm talking about their comeback album that's coming out very soon, and they're touring. You can hear it on our podcast, which will be posted a little bit later on this afternoon, in case you missed it. That was around 11 o'clock. But this was the song that started their career. They had come out with a few songs that just weren't cutting it. And then they come up with this one, and they had about six or seven hits in a row. I saw her sitting in the rain Raindrops falling on her She didn't seem to care She sat there and smiled at me Then I knew She could make me happy Flowers in her hair Flowers She smiled up at me Then she took my hand And we walked through the park alone And I knew She had made me
sun broke through. Sure miss the sunshine. Uh, maybe tomorrow we'll get a little sunshine. It's uh, currently 52 degrees. It's amazing when you bring a group of people together and they can blend their voices so beautifully. An example would be the Brothers Four. You remember them? Listen to one of their harmonies here. It's called Turn Around. How time flies, huh? Sweet song, huh? It's called Turn Around. All right, we got to have a little rockin' song here. Uh, we don't want to miss out on that today. Here we go. The 50s, the 60s, and the 70s. They're all back again on Stu's Lunchtime Oldies from WICH AM 1310. Ladies and gentlemen, here's the crazy elephant.
Crazy Elephant, that was their only hit. They were working for Peanuts. That's it. One hit wonder. But what a great dance song that was, huh? Yeah. Hey, let's take you to the news. A little night train music. After your news update, lunchtime oldies is uh, over, and uh, we'll get into our Anything Goes portion. WICHAM 1310 in Norwich, 94.5 W233 DB in Norwich. Yes, we're on AM and FM. Thanks for being there. News time. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Nearly half a million Florida residents wait for utilities to be restored in the aftermath of Hurricane Ian. In Florida, rescuers continue to search for victims or people who want to leave their flooded homes. But for many, like John Gunter, the mayor of hard-hit Cape Coral, job one after Hurricane Ian is restoring utilities. Our priority focus right now is water, sewer, and electricity. Florida Power and Light says the utility expects to have power restored to 95% of its service areas by the end of Friday. The storm washed away bridges and roads. At a news conference on Monday night, Governor DeSantis said the state is working on temporary bridges. More than 130 FDOT trucks deployed to begin uh, working on the temporary bridge fix for Pine Island. I'm Jennifer King. With a massive destruction left behind by Hurricane Ian, Town Hall News and our companion news network, SRN, partnering with Christian nonprofit relief organization Food for the Poor to rush emergency supplies and portable generators to survivors in Georgia, the Carolinas, and Florida. More information available on the website srnnews.com. Also at srnnews.com, North Korea firing a ballistic missile over Japan. The launch is the most provocative weapons demonstration by the North this year as it ramps up missile tests to build a full-fledged nuclear arsenal. Experts say the test threatens U.S. allies and the American homeland with the goal of resting outside concessions. This missile's estimated 2,800-mile flight is the longest by any North Korean missile, though the North has previously launched other potentially longer-range weapons at high angles to avoid neighboring countries. I'm Charles Duladesma. The stocks remain sharply higher. The Dow up 718 points. The Nasdaq 312 points higher. More at townhall.com. The secret to the market beat stock pick strategy is so simple, it is going to drive you crazy. Ask yourself, is this current market making you sick? Logging into your brokerage account day after day only to see lots of red? 
Well, let me tell you a secret. The best stocks to own are the companies that are consistently printing real profits year over year. The crazy thing is that it's even more effective in months like right now. Down markets means everything goes on sale, including these profit printing machines. Want to stop playing the loser's game and guessing what the next hot stock will be? MarketBeat is about to text you our new report. Seven stocks to buy and hold forever when you text the word profit to 68285. These companies print billions each year in profit and show no sign of slowing down. Get your free copy of 7 Stocks to Buy and Hold Forever. Just text PROFIT to 68285. Text the word PROFIT to 68285. Don't wait. This report is only available for a limited time. Text the word PROFIT to 68285. Message and data rates apply. Individual results may vary. Consult with your tax or investment professional. The CDC is doing away with notices about the COVID-19 risk of visiting specific countries. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says it's dropping the notices because fewer countries are testing for the virus or reporting the number of COVID-19 cases. That makes it harder for CDC to judge the risk facing travelers. A CDC spokeswoman says the agency will only post a notice for an individual country if a situation such as a troubling new variant of the virus changes CDC travel recommendations for that country. Correspondent Jeremy House. Ukraine set to join Spain and Portugal in a combined bid to host the 2030 World Cup. The bid, which has been in the works now for more than three years, is scheduled to be announced on Wednesday at UEFA headquarters in Nyon, Switzerland. Breaking news and analysis at townhall.com. Voters overwhelmingly oppose explicit books in public school libraries and believe schools have an obligation to inform parents what their children are being taught. Bernie Bennett has more. A new national telephone and online survey by Rasmussen Reports and the Capital Resource Institute finds that 89% of likely U.S. voters think it's important that public schools fully inform parents about what is being taught to their children in classrooms, including 70% who say it's very important. 69% of voters believe books containing explicit materials should not be present in public high school libraries. The majority opposed to such books in public school libraries rises 79% for middle schools and 85% for elementary schools. Bernie Bennett reporting. In economic news, Micron, one of the world's largest microchip manufacturers, expected to open a semiconductor plant in New York, promising an investment of up to $100 billion and a plant that could bring 50,000 jobs to the state. More on these stories at townhall.com. Stu Bryan with you. Anything goes, uh, comes up after uh, we check your forecast. See what's cooking. Where's the sun? You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Periods of rain today, just kind of nasty out there with a cool breeze. Only 57 today. Showers and breezy tonight, 47. Scattered showers will taper off uh, by evening tomorrow, high of 60. Things get a lot better on Thursday. Lots of sunshine, milder, and a high of 72. That's your Channel 3 Early Warning Forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. Actually, it's early afternoon, and it's the Anything Goes portion of our program, which means we do anything, even juggling. Fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. You'll have to trust me. I'm juggling right now. Welcome to the program. Hi. Yeah, how you doing? Hey. Well, Walter, what, where you been? 
Same here. People got cold. Oh, yeah. We got a lot of allergies, too. I got yeah. an allergy. Everything everybody seem, I seem to see has an allergy or something else. But right. you sound okay. Uh-huh. You feeling all right? And look, people check goop home. People oh. can't go out now. Oh, yeah. Well, wait till the sun comes out later this week. Sun be out this week? Yep. It'll be back. So, uh, anything else going on with you? No. Oh my goodness, you're right. Thanksgiving is next month. Wow. Holy cow. Columbus Day next week. Columbus Day. Boy, you're right on top of things, right? I guess we still call it Columbus Day. That's good, yeah. Well, all right, my friend. Um, I'm causing that time. Yep, maybe you'll win a turkey. Okay. Thank you. Hello, welcome to the program. Hey, okay to talk about food, Stu? Of course. Everybody likes to talk about food. <laughs> I was just think, why do most social events always have to include food? And my mom said people wouldn't go unless they had food. Well, it is a draw when you say, well, come yeah. to this, come to that. There will be food. There will be appetizers. Now, this one in, memory, in, in honor of a Leave it to Beat episode, it was where Beaver didn't want to eat his Brussels sprouts. Well, kids didn't so, really want to eat Brussels sprouts, yeah. Yeah, I, I love Brussels sprouts now, but the question is, what is it when you were growing up, did your parents or guardians want you to eat because it's healthy for you, but you hated the smell of it and didn't like it at all? What would you say, Stu? Well, it was probably vegetables, and now I love vegetables because I know they're so good for you. I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah. I know my, my mom used to cook broccoli for herself. I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I don't think my father liked it either, and I hated that smell. But now I love the smell of broccoli cooking. Yeah, we do change. We do, and of course, there are nice ways to cook vegetables now that give you a little more flavor to it. And yeah, yeah, steaming is a good way. I think it actually gets hotter than um, hotter than boiling. Do you like spinach? Yeah, like yeah, like spinach and uh, Brussels sprouts and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Brussels sprouts remind me of a very tiny, tiny cabbage. So I hope you're eating a lot of those vegetables, buddy. Hmm? Oh, I do. You yeah, it really. Uh, I love the vegetables. One time I got uh, a frozen package of uh, broccoli florets, and I had some uh, produce broccoli, and I put it together, so I had broccoli and broccoli. So you you cook for yourself these days? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and I cooked a lot. Maria gave me a little uh, steamer. Um, a Stanley cooker. steamer? A little steamer cooker, yeah, for eggs. Oh. And I cook everything I can in it. Uh, I cook a hamburger patty on the base, so I'll always keep it clean because it's like a teeny electric frying pan. And I use it to to heat up vegetables. I'll put a little cover over it. And frozen vegetables, they cook so quick in it. and so good. Well, that was certainly nice of Maria to do that. Yeah, yeah, that was very nice of her. And then she gave me a little TV antenna, the one that goes with the digital TVs. Anything uh, anyway, else? That, that was good of her. And definitely these things have got used more than uh, she could probably imagine for more things as I learned to Well, in case she's listening, would you, would you like a car or something like that? Maybe she'll uh, buy you a new car? I don't know. Hey, Maybe you never she know. hears, and she can call up and say. She may, she may hit the uh, lottery. 
Yeah. Well, that's good. <laughs> that's good to hear from you. Uh, and, uh, what, okay, see you soon. What did you uh, have for lunch today? Lunch? I I had a little bit of hamburger. A little and, bit of hamburger? Um, mm-hmm. And on a, let me see that type of bread. It's the, it's the same as the round loaf that uh, Cassis or whatever sells, but it's called Penny Toronto. And it's those oh. big old slices, and they're super good, just warmed up a little bit. Oh, okay. Well, keep and, eating good, buddy. And I got those at Aldi, the one that uh, mm-hmm. Candy recommended at the store. Oh, yeah. It's nice. It's a good yeah, store. Very good. Very reasonable. Okay, we don't advertise, though. See you, soon. That's all right. That's okay. Thank you. <laughs> 889 at WICH. Remember when you were growing up, you didn't eat the end slices of the bread? No, I don't want the end. I like the end now. I like to put the end in the toaster. One day I put bread in the toaster. I said, man, it's taken long. I forgot to plug it in. Well, we all do that stuff. Anywho, it's an open forum. So let's have a forum. You're on the air. Welcome. Hey, I got to turn it down, sir. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Joey, hey, you should have played. You should have played Jim Morrison and Doors. I'm getting the uh, Wonder Man. People are strange when they are strangers. Hey, you played some great tunes this afternoon, Stu. It was an interesting mix. I thought it, it really was. was a it different really mix. was, and I love Ray Davies and the Kinks, man. You dug up some good stuff, brother. Well, I'm glad you liked it, brother. Oh, I did, Stu. I I told you I went to the PMC Pennsylvania Military College in 1977 right outside in Chester where your dad hailed from and I saw Ray Davies in the Kinks man I was in 10th grade still. it was a great concert mm-hmm. yeah it was and people don't know PMC it, it's a beautiful it looks like it looks like if you were in the army and you were in uh, New, uh, New York you know if you you know went to, like the Citadel it's, it's beautiful man it's got a big dome on top of it it's just a great camp. yeah but you know, you played some great stuff, and I'm I'm delighted and excited about my Phillies. Do we? Hey, you never know; they could come back. Like Sue, she gets all excited. Hey, you never know, Stu. All those great wins all year long, and and the comeback kids—they were the Whiz Kids in 1950 when the Yankees beat them in four games in the World Series. People don't know that Mickey Mantle came on board in '52, Stu, and he was a rookie. '52, look eight. $1.6 million if I only had his cards, so I used to put them in my bicycle. I used to put them in my bicycle spokes, and now they're all gone. <laughs> okay, don't start crying on me, all right? I'm not. I'm, I'm, acting, I'm playing an actor right now. Oh, Joey the you Actor. Take the cards and chuck them against the wall, and oh, you yeah. put them in your bicycle spokes to make them sound cool. I wish I had my cards back. Oh, Sue, I bet you had a collection and a half. Oh. Just by your vault and your music and your expertise. And you're not just a broadcaster. You're a broadcasting journalist. And you are top shelf, Stu Breyer. I got to go. All right. Thank you. See you later. Hi. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi. So, so Joey was calling Wonder Man strange. Joey. Oh, he wanted to hear the song Peter. Uh, People Are Strange, I guess. I don't know. Listen, okay, so, uh, it's um, nice of you to give Wonder Man. And then he was Man. talking about his bicycle. Uh, you know, I'm mm-hmm. so sorry. I'll buy him an updated one if he needs one. Aren't you nice? Look at you. Folks, you want anything? Just call Maria. 
Yeah, I'll um I'll take care of it. And uh um Wooded Man was talking about things that you didn't like but you had to eat it and I understand that now. Lima beans and beets. Yeah, those were tough when we were kids. Lima beans and beets. Yeah. If you pickle them, they're not bad. I grown to like them and I understand they're good for you. I know we used to have once in a while liver in uh, onions. I didn't like uh, that very much. No, my I, mother did too. It was like yeah, ew, I don't know a heart. You're frying a heart. Well, I don't know. But I don't want to know exactly what it is, but uh, well, no, it you, you get good to me. the onions and everything. It is good. My mother meant well because you had to eat these things, and liver is good for iron. Right. Yeah, everything through the years has been good for you and bad for you. I don't know. It's a little bit of everything. Okay, so, are you there? Oh, yeah, I'm here. Let me check. Yep. Okay, so, I wanted to talk about uh, Kamala Harris, and I, I think she's coming to Connecticut to support Johanna Hayes, I believe. Well, she'll be Everybody, doing, she'll be doing those, a little traveling. People, mm-hmm. Democrats seem to love coming here, whether it's education, um you know, and things like that. So, I, why do they pick on this state? Probably because it's a uh, Democrat uh, run. They go to but, everywhere to support, um, you know, their party. They, that's what they do. Okay, so, you know, I was thinking of um, the thing she said about um, equity. So, you know, when you get, since they're not guarding uh, the borders, when you get all these illegals in here and they have have to ha- um, have a place to stay in, fed, clothed, whatever, that's why they're building so many affordable housing and they're strategically putting them into areas that are wealthy um, because they say equity and equality. And, and also, um, I wanted to say the income uh, threshold, threshold, so below 15000 or whatever, everybody, everybody coming in is going to qualify for that. Um, so um, they're building... They're building. That's what I see. I don't think it's right. Um, but anyway, we're under this administration for what? Two more years? <clears throat> that is correct. Yes. Okay. So people have to grin and bear it, whatever, because this is how it's going to go. You're going to house the people coming in. You're going to give a lot of things. To the people. Well, you're uh, right. That's what they've been saying. Yep. Okay. Thank you. Thank Stu. you. Hello. You're on the air. Hi there. What's up, Stu? Oh, what's up with you? I was just calling to see. I remember. I don't know. A few months ago, or maybe longer. You had a um, like an appraiser on from. I think it was Heritage Auctions. Oh yes, that's right. A, lo- a while ago there. Yes. Got to ever have them on again. No, but I enjoyed that segment. Uh, very interesting. Uh, you have some interesting items. 
Yeah, I got a, a painting from, I don't know if you ever heard of the Warrens, the paranormal investigator. Mm-hmm. And I got a painting done by Ed Warren. He's passed away now, but I was just wondering if that was worth anything. It got handed down to me from my grandmother. What type of painting would uh, one of those ghost hunters paint? What, what was the painting it's actually, about? It's actually like it's on a barn, an old barn door, and it's a painting of a place in Monroe, Connecticut, an old, uh, mm-hmm. like a village in the wintertime. He's known for painting those. He had a studio called Barn Door Studios. Oh, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. Well, if you ever get them back on, I'd be interested in talking with them. Or if you have the number of the company, the Heritage Auctions. I know I, know I could find it for you. Uh, I'll try to find it for you. Maybe uh, you know, if you want to call me in a day or two, I can give it to you. All right, that sounds good. All right, Sue, you have a good afternoon. You too. Thank you. It's interesting. Uh, Ed Warren of the Warrens. The ghost story people. Uh, he was a painter. I didn't know that. Welcome. You're on the air. Oh, hi, Stu. Jeez, every day you want to have somebody call in and, and tell a ghost story. I mean, a real one. That Yeah, we don't like, want any fake ones. We want real ones. Yeah, real ones. Everybody in the listening audience, call this month, call in with one. Um, hey, the other day, um, there was a thing in uh, USA Today. And it had to do a four-page thing from this group called, they call themselves Isaac. It's the International Academy on Science and Impact of Cannabis. The real stuff, okay? It's a medical organization of doctors who educate on marijuana based on scientific medical literature. Now, it says, it is our conclusion Based on review of scientific evidence, public health effects of commercial cannabis on American health is harmful. And now there's a whole list of what they consider long-term consequences. Emergency department visits. Now, I know that happened in Colorado. They were taking pets to the vet because they ate the real marijuana. They were taking little kids to doctors because they're overdosing on what they're finding in the house. But it's like psychosis, suicide, brain development, neonatal exposure, uh, opioid use, traffic fatalities, because it's like driving drunk. Well, that's uh, child abuse. If you're leaving that around for your kids to get a hold of, uh, then you're in big trouble. You should be. Yep. Youth, youth use, which is the little kids finding it, Cannabis hypermesis syndrome, I don't know what that is, heart and lung disease, because I guess you smoke it, and testicular cancer. So they're saying that there's, the doctor's medical society says there should be a warning label on all, you know, real cannabis products. Now, we know Norwich is open in two dispensaries. Preston, in my opinion, stupidly opened one. And they want to grow this stuff. Now, before Michael Savage got booted from the radio, they would not renew his contract, okay? He, because he was into her herbology, he went all over and collected plants on Weird Island, you know, out in the Pacific. He said the new marijuana plants are high potent, potency. They're like um, hybrid, like uh, the GMO, you know, stuff that they're giving us now for corn and tomatoes and everything. And he said 
It is not the marijuana of the 60s. This stuff is really high potency. So it says, the last thing on this that caught my eye, warning, big orange thing. Doctors warn cannabis can cause serious health hazards. So before y'all think just because Connecticut said, oh, great, go have your, your marijuana, you have to think twice because, like they say, not the marijuana of the old I've days. Heard that, I've heard that many, many times. Can you tell me why Michael Savage's contract wasn't renewed? Was there a reason? No, he, he just said they would not renew him. Okay. You know, and so he went on to do, he's doing his own podcast. Of course, he's getting older now, but he's doing his own podcast. But, yeah, I remember the night he went off. They're not renewing my contract, so... Uh, the case of Ross Everybody's doing their own podcast now. Yeah, yeah. Bill they O'Reilly, are. all of and, them. Yeah, so I was going to mention the um, everybody calling with a real ghost story. And you know what Larry ought to do? If he's got a camera, even a little digital one, he ought to take a picture. Well, I know he said he taped his mailbox up, but he ought to take a picture of the person putting it in his mailbox to prove... He is not taking his neighbor's paper. That sounds so ridiculous. Well, I'm glad we got a really mm-hmm. excellent deliverer. It's well, a lady, and she will come no matter what the the roads are like out here in Preston. She is her name is Maria. She is so well, excellent. You know, people make mistakes. Susan. what you gonna do? Huh? Yeah, you're just gonna I know, tell but them. Blame it on Larry. Well, that was wrong for the uh, neighbor That's to do crazy. that. Crazy. Yeah. All right, Sue. Oh, I don't know. I got to go. Okay. Beware of ghosts. We'll see you later. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hi. Hello. Hello. You're on with me. Yes. Hi, Stu. Hi. 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 Uh, I do not have a ghost story. I'm sorry to say. That's okay. Um, But uh, I'm disqualified. But anyway, I, uh, I spent some time yesterday and today doing what, uh, I imagine a lot of people are have been doing, and that's trying to make sense of uh, of the budget, the household budget, trying to trying to determine exactly what's being spent and how much and sure. where it's going and so mm-hmm. forth. And and I in the one category that uh, I was focused on um, were things that affect everybody uh, or mostly everybody. Uh, I have a, it's myself, my wife, a dog, and a cat at this point. So the category of food, toiletries, beverages, paper, uh, pet food. I've calculated, uh, I've, I've t- long story short, I've calculated uh, the last six months. Uh, and in the last four of those six months, or the last five of those six months, the most recent, um, I d- determined that there's a there's a 15% increase in that category of our purchases. Now we don't vary very much. We don't we don't uh, vary our expenses very much, um, and so they're, they're co- pretty constant. We don't we don't certainly don't eat off the top of the food chain. Uh, we're we're cautious in what we spend and so forth, mm-hmm. and. You know, eight eight fifteen percent in that one category, and when it comes to fuel, they say that it's going to be more expensive. Home heating oil, I should say, it's going to be more expensive uh, this this summer, this winter. Oh my God! And yes, 
mm-hmm. more than uh, no, the last pay, time I bought it was a, a month or two, two months ago. I paid four forty, um, and then uh, it was uh, the when I did propane, it was uh, just about five dollars, whatever the unit is, gallons or whatever they determine that in. But um, so based on a five dollar average uh, per gallon of home heating oil, now it's four forty. If it goes up, it goes up. Um, I mean, we're looking at significant um, price increases. Now, I know it's it's blared over the airwaves. Everything's going up. It's more expensive for everything. Uh, and all I can say is, how do you, how do you, <laughs> I mean, do you just say, okay, we're going to eat, we're going to eat more beans? Uh, we're going to eat more, uh, <laughs> we're going to eat something, you know, We've cut out steaks. We've cut out, uh, you know, a lot of ground beef. Um, sure, that's what people are going to do. People, yeah. can, these people who the, the the now I'm a senior. Uh, my wife's a senior. Um, they they're talking about next year the co- uh, the cost of living increase for Social Security was going to be around eight percent. That's the last I heard. That was a couple of months ago. They anticipate a raise of getting twenty three that much, but I've got to say, I don't think that's even going to be enough. Uh, for they, they, it's going to have to be more than eight percent if if things stay the way they are. And my gut is that uh, I don't hear, I don't hear, I don't hear enough of the politicians talking about what they're going to do, how they're going to help in this regard. But the cost of things, God bless the millionaires. I mean, if they've got it, they've got it. I don't have it. I don't know of a lot of you, how many of your Well, listeners. the biggest thing is um, going to be the heating this uh, winter. It's the biggest thing. And, of course, uh, the, the Democrats don't want to talk about it because, you know, that people zero in on them like they're the fault of it. And, you know, of course, no. there's a lot of things that go into it. And the Republicans should be talking about it, and they probably are. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying I'm just one person out there who's trying to who's trying to make some ends meet, and I don't see a meeting. And I see the the, the difference between making a meet and uh, uh, I, I don't know. It's uh, it's going to be a long six months to uh, next uh, well, next spring should, next we summer. Should, we should talk about that a lot. There's things that people can do to still eat okay but not spend as much money. So I'm glad you brought it up. Okay, pal. Thank you. Hello, welcome to the program. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, I see by my statistician. I made that up. I'm the statistician. We have to take a break. Mark your calendars. Make your reservations today for this once-in-a-lifetime event. Meet us in Mystic River Park at 2 for a dedication with surprise guests. The celebration continues on Cottrell Street with a chilly music fest with local bands and restaurants starting at 3. Then, at 8.15, fireworks over the Mystic River, presented by Foxwoods Resort Casino. The celebration continues with support from Seaport Marine. Saturday, October 15th. Download the Go Mystic app today. The Yukon Sports Network from Learfield. Throws up top, and he caught it, and he's in the end zone. Oh, what a play. This Saturday, the Huskies and FIU clash in their first ever meeting. And caught. 
Caught in the end zone in a corner. What a catch. Touchdown, UConn. Our coverage begins at 5.30 on your home for UConn football. Catch all the action of UConn football all season long on 94.5 and 1310 AM WICH in Norwich. This is Nick Kaplinson, president and CEO of Dime Bank. Is your bank changing names or worse, disappearing completely? We've all seen too many times, once the name changes, so does everything else. Maybe it's time for you to skip the new paperwork, fee changes, and big promises that come from a big out-of-state bank. At Dime Bank, we're welcoming customers who've had enough. It's your bank, your choice, your dime. Dime Bank. Community banking lives here. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. All right, WYCH weather, what we see right now, we're going to get at least through tomorrow morning and then um, anticipating a little sunshine and warmer temperatures tomorrow. 52, welcome to the program. Would it be me? It is you, the lady in the third row, second seat with a beautiful hat. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. And the blizzard. And the blizzard. Ah, oh, oh. Don't don't get me started. (laughs) What's (laughs) up? What I was asking, I'm, I'm asking a question because I don't get this, um, about verified, now I never heard of this, verified licenses. Now I need my license, remo- re- not removed, renewed, and my husband was telling me something about verified license, and I'm th- I said, what the heck is that? I've I've had licenses all my life. I mean, I mean, I'm always got my driver's license. But what the heck? And then he said to me, "Oh, to get a verified license, you have to prove your name." I said, "What?" Mm. Yeah, well, because how- I had my maiden name, then my first marriage married name, and then we got divorced. And then my second marriage, married name. Now, why the heck would the license bureau give a damn, pardon my language, what the heck my other names were? Why does that matter? And then he said, well, if we went out of the country, you'd need it for your passport. And then if we go, what the heck did he say, go out of state? No. I mean... This is ridiculous. What the heck is a verified license? And why is the government getting so damn nosy? They've got the records for everything. If they bother to look them up, why do I have to come up with them? If everything is computerized and so amazing, why can't they look it up? I mean, I'm not sure I'm just throwing this out. It may be uh, because some people... uh learned how to manipulate things where they can be somebody else and take somebody's identity and all that jazz, which is very popular these days. Uh, no, I just don't get it. I don't okay. get this verified license thing. So I doubt that I will ever travel outside of the country. I highly doubt that. Oh, I uh, never want to do that again. I don't want to do that. Well, I, I, you know, it's one thing if... But what is... What, what is why did every... It seems like every agency wants so much information about you, and the more they do that, the less I trust all these agencies, because why do they need all this information about an American citizen? Well, you know, when you go to the doctors these days, they question you a little more than they used to. Yeah, 
And I want to know about that, too. Well, it's because... No, it's because somebody's telling them they should do that. And a lot of people are not bothering to speak up and say, but why? Why are you doing that? And who is telling you to do that? <laughs> They're starting to infringe upon privacy. and it's Only because of the... Uh Criminality. You, uh, well, I it's think. the times that we're in. Yeah, it's the times. Yeah, I know. They are a changing. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You should play that on the. Oh, yeah, you're, you're going to be off the air soon. Well, I'd love to play that. I like that song. And the times they, they are, are changing. changing. Yep. <laughs> Damn good song. So I think if you show them your old license and you want to get a new license, that should be it. But I guess it isn't. Well, that's what I thought. Yeah. But, but apparently, if you want a regular license, I could go to my son's house, and he can do it on his computer, and I can get a regular license. Why do I need a verified one, and why is our government asking for that? Well, and you, I understand what you're saying, too, because the times they are a change. And you should ask those questions. But uh, that's what I'm doing. Okay. So I, I hope that someone will call in and elucidate me. Well, elucidate you? Yes. Okay, I hope that doesn't put you to sleep. Oh, no, I slept well. You said lucidate. Oh, no, not sedate, but lucidate. Lucidate is a different term. I know, I love your words. They're wonderful. Well, (laughs) they teach you something, don't they? Sure do. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Stu. And maybe somebody could, you know, kick my butt and and say. By the way, uh, before you hang up, could you give me your birth date? Yeah, it's 11556. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hi, Hi, Stu. Hi. I just did my license, and I'm 76 years old. I did it on the computer, and that verified license is purely voluntary. You can just get your regular license. It's only if you want to fly or go out of the country. Oh, okay. So you don't have to do the verified license. Well, that solves that problem quickly. Yep, very easy. In fact, I did it on the computer, and because six years ago I had my, um, my a new picture taken, I didn't even have to have a picture taken. I just did it on the computer, and they sent me a new license with the old picture. My goodness. And it's good for, I think, eight years. So I'll probably be gone by the time it runs out. <laughs> so we don't have to go to the DMV? No, you can do it on the computer, and it's really... I was a little hesitant to do it, but it was mm. so simple, and you charge it on a credit card. Very, well, very easy. So I wouldn't ever, any, everybody say, I don't want to do the, you know, whatever... Just do it without going through the... Uh... You can make an appointment at the motor vehicles and go in and do it. And I hear that's pretty easy, too. But the verified license is purely voluntary. You don't have to do it. Okay. And I so. can't picture anybody doing it. But thank you. Okay, bye. Appreciate it. See that? You don't have to do it. Unless you're in uh, Alaska. You're on the air. Welcome. Uh, yes, about the motor vehicle, the licenses. I did mine a couple of years ago, and they gave you, they had a choice of doing it either at AAA in Waterford or the motor vehicle station. I took the new picture to update it. And also, as for the verification, when I go for drill for National Guard training, we have to, well, before we can go to any of the bases, like down in the submarine base in Groton or to the other stations where it required a ID, we have to show the military ID and our driver's license. We had to go to the provost marshal's office, but at the base it's uh, security, uh, Navy security. And they run the license through and they verify it that we are who we are. 
and they run it, the information on the driver's license depending upon where you live, and they match the information with your uh, ID. If it comes up, then you're cleared, and they said you're all set. And once you do it, they said you're all set for life. But what the guy said, I was going to call in about to about for Miss Sam. How I I like her. I saw her picture, but she scares me. I spoke with her. I'm afraid because I I have all the respect for. Her. I like her. She's an awesome person. But I'm gonna be afraid that she'll beat the crap on me. <laughs> she scares me. Who's she's sca- beautiful, and that's what's respect. Who scares you? But I I'd like to meet her in person because she's a heck of a nice person. But if I'm afraid to talk to her because I, I feel she'd beat the crap out of me. <laughs> why, why? I don't know who you're referring to. but uh, uh, That lady that likes the blizzard ice cream. Oh, yes. But Dairy why, Queen. Why would she be afraid that she would pounce on you? Uh, because I feel, with all the respect, much respect to I spoke with, that she's a beautiful person. She's beautiful. And I saw her when she uh, gave the, yeah. the guy the pepper. And I told my mother I'd always like to meet her. But I'm intimidated by it well, because don't she's be. beautiful. She's very nice. She's I'd be very afraid nice. she'd hit me if I said, no. "Hello, I'm so and so." She doesn't it's nice hit. Nice to meet you. She's not a huh? hitter. Don't worry. Right, but she's but she's not that kind of a person. No. And I don't Trust mean it me. that way. I apologize. But no. But but about the license, that's what I called up. That's what I had to go through. Have a good day, all well, of you, and uh, you too. Uh, thank you very much. Too. Thank you. Uh, hi, welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi. Great interview with that council. Uh, oh, thanks. I enjoyed it, too. That, yeah, yeah, it brings back some memories. Anyway, um, you had a caller yesterday that uh, grew up in, in the New London Ocean Beach area. Yes. Uh-huh. She was saying how uh, great you know it was down there, and um, I have to kind of... Uh, I can relate to that because I uh, spent a year down there... Um, my father was building a house up here in Norwich. I, I grew up in Norwich, but uh, we spent a year down there. Uh, he rented a house right right by the entrance to Ocean Beach. And uh, I tell you, that was like one magical year. You know, as, as a third grader, I uh, went to Harbor School. But, I can imagine, yeah. Yeah, you know, it was like all year round we were down there at Ocean Beach. You know, it was like our playground. But... Uh, yeah, it was so nice back then. I, I haven't just, been uh, around. I haven't been there in a while, but I did go uh, this summer to a memorial uh, service out there at Ocean Beach for a, a friend of mine. And I was looking around and I said, "Man, I forgot how great this place is. It's really something." Oh yeah, yeah, beautiful. You know, back then they had the, they had the train that used to go around. Mm-hmm. We used to we used to jump, hide in the bushes, and jump on the train. <laughs> Get a free ride. <laughs> well, it's considered one then, of the tops in the nation. Yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful beach. But we uh, we used to hang out down there, and uh, we used to have certain places under the boardwalk under the boardwalk that we could get in, and then would crawl around in there and uh-huh. uh, pick up coins that people drop through the cracks. You know, used to make some money. Hey, <laughs> I never thought of that one. That's yeah. good. Yeah, we. We knew all the angles back there as kids. You know, we're we're constantly down there. Well, but, thank uh, you uh, for sharing that. It's a great that. place to grow up. <clears throat> thank you so much for sharing that. And I can't wait to go there and go under the boardwalk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, under the boardwalk. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> You're excellent. Oh, uh, yes, Ocean Beach Park. Lots of uh, fun there. You, We told you earlier that uh, Loretta Lynn has died and... Was very sad news. She was uh, ninety. 
Welcome to the program. Nobody there. Let's go over here. Hi, you're on the air. Welcome. Hi. Hello. Good afternoon. Are you there? Stu. You were on this hour. I know. I'm sorry, Joey. I'm sorry, Joey, Joey, Joey. I'm sorry. We've got to stick to that, buddy, when everybody have a chance to get in. Give me a call at 889-5252 and you would be next. This is a public notice from the Tasmanian Tree Devil. We are pleased and thankful for our continued growth due to customers who demand a real tree service company that continues to invest in state-of-the-art equipment, which includes our famous Nifty Lift with its lawn-friendly tires. Not only the Nifty Lift, but also our newest lift, the Dinosaur. Watch it soar up to 92 feet to handle hard-to-reach heights. Tasmanian Tree Devil will take away the question, are they insured? We will show proof of insurance while meeting with you. Why hire the Tasmanian Tree Devil? The owner, Edwin Adams, is a member of the Connecticut Tree Protective Association and is also an accredited Better Business Bureau member with an A-plus rating. Hire the company that takes care of both its employees and customers. Hire the Tasmanian Tree Devil. We show up when we say we will and we do what we say we are going to do. What more can you ask for? Call 860-917-1953. There is a video out that you can, I think it's still around, you could purchase, which shows the old days of the Ocean Beach Park. It's a lovely video. I think it's still around. You're on the air. Welcome. Good afternoon. Hi there, sir. To the young lady uh, who my wife and I met in, in Jewett City. Mm-hmm who asked about the verified license. I've had one for years. You used to have to present your passport, and the airline, for a long time, required that verified license, or you had to go through a whole bunch of identification stuff. But if you had the verified license, that proved that you'd shown all of that information to the motor vehicles department, and they put a little red mark on your license, which I still have, Mm -hmm. which proves all of your information in your passport was correct. And that was a verified license. And for years, the airlines required it to fly to Providence, to Boston, anywhere. Yeah, I didn't know that. So that's the answer to that question. And we don't use the same window washer lady, but uh, I remember you and Judy and I met you in Jewish City. Have a good day. All right. Thank you. You too. I'm trying to connect the dots on that one. Stu Breyer with your WICH. Have you been to Phil's yet in Jewett City? Main Street? What an interesting shop he's got. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. Breast cancer is one of the most common kinds of cancer in women. 
Make a difference like these local businesses by spreading the word. Corsha's Auto Repair in Norwich believes that we must take the necessary steps to detect breast cancer in its early stages and encourage our family and friends to do the same. Although we've made progress, we still have a long way to go to eradicate this disease. Did you know the majority of breast cancers occur in women who do not have a family history? I'm Sandra Wheeler, owner of Four Peace of Mind, organizing homes and offices. I urge all women to get screened for you and all those who love you. Hello, I'm Tina Yitz from Eliza Huntington Memorial Home for Retired Women, located in Norwich. Although we're aware of breast cancer, we need to beat this catastrophic disease together by getting our mammograms and encouraging our family and friends to do the same. All of us at Hall Communications encourage women to get a mammogram as recommended by their doctor. Early detection is the best prevention. So we got a couple of calls in. Welcome, you're on the air. Welcome. When was I a window washer? I, I don't know. You'd have to... Uh... What the heck was that about? I, I hope I met them, but a window washer? What? What? Okay, buddy, I have no Thank answer to the, that. I know. Thank you for the verification. All right. Stories, though, Glad you got the info. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Okay, dokie. Speaking of window washing, what is the best product to wash windows? Sometimes I use something and it gets streakier. There's so many products. There's too many products out there. Should be one that just says, this is the one. That's it. WICH, welcome. Hi. You're on the air. Mr. and Mrs. America and all the ships at sea, you are on the air. I'm back again. Oh. I'm back again. Would you like to verify what you said? or? Yes, sir. You got the delay from the the radio, sir. Yes. That lady and my wife and I. The radio, sir. Yes. That lady. You want to turn your radio down and we can get an explanation of that? That lady and my wife and I met at a diner in Jewett City. Mm-hmm. And she gave us the name of her window washer. Oh. Who we use to wash our windows. She Haven't seen him since, but she may remember meeting us at that, at that diner. Can't remember the name of it. And you, it was right across from the pizza place before you go over the bridge. You got to know her, and um, she told you about a good window washer. Yep. Well, that's nice. <laughs> and my wife has passed away, but I'm still around. I hope he did a good job, the window washer. He did. Uh-huh. He was a pain in the neck, though, but he did a good job. <laughs> all right, that's all. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. That's funny. It was a pain in the neck. Or is it a pain in the window? You're on the air. Welcome. Good afternoon, Stowe. Yes, sir. Uh, it's raining outside. Oh, congratulations. That's that's and a 10-point question. I'd give you some inspiration. All right. Yes. If you're doing windows, do wash them with alcohol. Alcohol, huh? Yes. Yes, I'm serious, though. That won't make your windows tipsy, will it? No, but it'll make you feel better. All right. See? Any particular alcohol or? Uh, Tennessee Walker. Okay, and you can wash windows with that. 
Yes, sir. It is, it is an extremely potent subject. Well, thank you for that. Yes, I like to be agreeable. Well, you're, you're really on the right track now. Well, most times I'm not. I understand that. Yes, sir. Yes. Okay. See you later. Hey, don't work too hard. All right. Hi, WICH. Welcome. Window washing formulas do five parts water, okay. one part white vinegar, and one part ammonia. Use a squeegee, and whenever you uh, take the squeegee off the window and put it back, use a rag to wipe the wet off the squeegee. All right. Thank you. Everybody wants to help out. You're so helpful out there. Sometimes the car windows, it gets a little tough with the car windows to get them nice and clean. It's probably me. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi. Welcome to the program. Please yes, turn. Good afternoon, Stowe. Good afternoon, sir. You want a good window cleaner? Is that you? No, oh. it's not me. Okay. You, you pick up a, a glass cleaner with ammonia from the dollar store. Is it? That's what it's in a can. Is it bad to breathe That's in that ammonia? That's the name ammonia? of it, glass cleaner with ammonia. Does the ammonia... And, uh, it doesn't streak or anything. You can put it on mirrors, windows... No, that's my tip for today. Does that uh, disturb your lungs, the ammonia there, when you're doing it? Hmm? No, no, it's not that much ammonia in there. Okay. You know? Yeah. It just sprays on your window, mm-hmm. and uh, that's that. Guess who? Uh, who just? Guess who just had a birthday Saturday? Who had a birthday Saturday? Let me think. I don't know. Our former president, Jimmy Carter. Oh, yeah, 98, right? 98. That's right, Jimmy Carter. I heard that. I'm just glad he lived long enough to to uh, find out that he wasn't the worst president in our lifetime. All right, well, I'm glad that he's hanging in there, and uh, I know he's had a lot of uh, illnesses, but he's got some yeah, magic. He's fought, fought cancer a couple times already. Yeah, he's got some magic. Different kinds of cancer. Good for him. All right, thank you. I uh, just remember that glass cleaner at the dollar store. Okay, I like the Something price. Can. I like the price. Thank yeah. you. All right. Have a good day. Thanks. Bye. The price is right. Hi, welcome. You're on the air. Hey, Stu. How are you? All right there, buddy. I just wanted to give everybody a tip for window washing. Okay. It's a real good one. Um, not what to use, but a lot of times after you're done washing your windows, you can't tell whether a streak was on the inside or the outside. Mm-hmm. When you're on the outside, go up and down and do your windows. And then when you're inside, go back and forth, left to right. And if your streak goes left to right, you'll know it's on the inside. Up and down, it's on the outside. Good tips. I think I've been yeah. doing it wrong. How's everything going for you? Pretty good. I hope uh, you're doing all right. I sure am. Thank you very much for asking. And I just want to let you know that I really enjoy everything that you do, Stu. Thank you. Thank you. Do you like uh, the place that you're at now? Do you like it? Uh, and not so much, but that's okay. I'm still on the hunt for the perfect place. <laughs> oh, I don't know if there is such a <laughs> one, thing, but... One, one place that just leaves me alone, you know? Mm-hmm. And... So I'm on my quest, so thank okay. you for thinking of me, and thank you for asking. All right, thanks for calling. God bless. Nice. Bye-bye. Hello, welcome to the program. Hello. So, 
So I like my formula better. Okay, you like your formula better? Yeah. My formula's better than your formula. It it makes you happier. Okay. Okay? All right. Happy is good. I like happy. Thank you. Yes, sir. Have a good day. Let's have a fight over window washing. Hmm? I love those commercials, especially the ones that wash clothes. The old new whiter than whiter than whiter and whiter and whiter. Your clothes come right out of the dryer white. Of course, originally they were blue, but hey, what are you going to do? Remember those old commercials? Gee, honey, my clothes look so nice. Oh, thank you, honey. I don't think they'd have commercials like that today. Do you think so? No. Not going to happen. Well, that's been an interesting hour. I think I'm going to go home and wash some windows. Got a lot of things to talk about tomorrow. We're going to have a a guest after 1 o'clock about Medicare and any questions you might have about that and some of the new things that are around for you. It's it's kind of a public service guest, but I think it's it's important. So that will be uh, after 1 o'clock tomorrow, and of course we'll have plenty of time for open topics, (laughs) whatever I just said. In the meantime, how about a song about pickles? Pickles don't get enough credit. There they are on the side of the dish from a lot of... Sandwiches, and sometimes they get lonely because people don't eat the pickle. And I think of all the pickles that are wasted. Very sad. People love pickles, though. Pickles, pickles, I like pickles. I like them better than an old fudge sickle. Pickles, pickles, I like pickles. Won't you give me a pickle? Pickles, pickles, I like pickles. Don't you know they make my tummy tickle? Pickles, pickles, I like pickles. Won't you give me a pickle? Slice ones, kosher ones, let's have a garlic one. I'll eat pickles however they come. Sweet ones, dill ones, chopped up in relish ones. I like pickles, oh yes I do. Oh, pickles, pickles, I like pickles. If you got no pickles, I'll take a nickel. Pickles, pickles, now I might sound pickle, but I prefer a pickle. Met a young man up in old Wisconsin, and he likes pickles. He asked me to write him a song about pickles. So here's your pickle. Sliced ones, kosher ones, let's have a garlic one. I'll eat pickles however they come. Sweet ones, dill ones, chopped up in relish ones. I like pickles, oh yes I do. Kickle, lickle, mickle, nickel, oikle, 
Pickle, quickle, wrinkle, sickle, tickle. Oogle, pickle, wickle, zickle, yickle, zickle. That's the alpha pickle. Sliced ones, kosher ones, let's have a garlic one. I'll eat pickles however they come. Sweet ones, dill ones, chopped up in relish ones. I like pickles, oh yes I do. Pickles, pickles, I like pickles. I like them better than an old fudge sickle. Pickles, pickles, I like pickles. Won't you give me a pickle? I should have saved you something. All right, don't get into a pickle today, everybody. Be cruel. Here we go. Time for the Chattanooga Choo Choo to take us out of here. Train's on time. It's almost 2 o'clock. Haven't you heard? Again tomorrow. Goodbye. Everybody, please be kind to each other. If you're on the train and somebody needs to sit down, give them your seat. Johnny Mercer and the Glenn Miller Band. Hey, join Stu Stu tomorrow at 10. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 Norwich, 94.5 W22, what is it, W233DB in Norwich. Well, it's time for the news news. Uh, 